What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is my co-host with the most... Seth. We also have the Marathon Man... Kyle Brown. And we also have some new voices in the studio. Ooh. Gary McFall. And Diamond Doug. Dr. Diamond Doug. Dr. Dr. Diamond Doug. got his PhD Doug. today. That's right. Triple Congratulations, D. my friend. Thank you. I know what Triple it's like. D. Triple D. Earlier this year, I became a Jedi Knight and I became a, uh, a uh, what is it, like a Dudism preacher? I don't even know what yeah, it's fucking yeah. called. Dudas yeah. Priest. Dudas <laughs> Priest. So, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the hierarchy. <laughs> Brad's like, yeah, I'm also a doctor, and so uh, that's great. Yeah. I know you're a doctor, but I'm a Judas priest. One day you'll make it. <laughs> you're one step closer to me. So what was that like today, man? You got your PhD, dude. Come on, share some of that. What was yeah. that experience like? Was that great? It was mostly just waiting in line, which is what the PhD is really about. It's just, I am unreasonably persistent. It's not yeah. that I'm smart. It's just, I just don't know when to quit. Yeah, you started going for this when you were 20. Yeah, yeah. it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was everything that you wanted it to be. It, it was It was a good preamble for our discussion on good, bad movies tonight. It was so, it? Yeah. Now, my wife asked me, she said, uh, was, this, uh, was this a letdown or was this everything you thought it would be? And I said, those aren't mutually exclusive categories. No, so, no. yeah. How did it feel in the robe, though? Put us in the... Take us, no, no. Put us inside the robe. Sure. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was fully naked. <laughs> <laughs> with nothing but crocs i was wearing crocs, oh, crocs. Yeah. that's the that's yeah. the worst part the yeah no, i was wearing crocs well, they were, they were black, though, so no, they were black no because i wanted to be classic <laughs> yeah don't yeah. don't wear the unclassy they didn't have right. any like you know bedangled crocs or anything oh no yeah no 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 just no. you know your standard classic crocs classic crocs okay. it's not a celebration until someone pulls their dick out that's yeah. right that's right and it was a celebration yes can you put your dick away so we can get along yeah. with this yeah, that's what my grandmother always says yeah. yeah I loved your grandmother I did too <laughs> Thanksgiving at her house is so good yeah. All right. bless her we had some fun tonight we had some drinks we had some good food and now it's time to talk about some shitty movies. So welcome one and all to our Ho Ho Holiday episode number 320. It's the spiritual sequel to our Back to Summer Drunk Cast number 281. I'm really excited. I love getting some new faces in the studio. So thank you, Gary. Thank you, Doug, for being here. Um, tonight we'll be celebrating Christmas by talking about three of the best, the best, worst movies ever made. Mm -hmm. But first, quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude. Seth, tell them how we get funky. So, when we uh, broadcast from the Dragon's Lair, which <laughs> we happen to be right now. There's there, a dragon in here. Yeah, there is a dragon in here. There, there's two rules. One, um, if you haven't viewed what, uh, what, what we're talking about tonight... We're not going to ruin it, but we're going to spoil it. We're gonna How about that? that? You, you can't yeah. ruin these movies. You can't really, but we're going to we're gonna divulge the plot to these films, at, sure. at the very least. And then the other one is that uh, there's probably going to be some locker room talk. So things can get a little saucy here in the Dragon's Lair. So you might want to put the kids to bed on this one. Yes, and just to back Seth up, if you're a new listener... Don't take us too seriously, man. We're just a few jolly guys sitting around a poker table yeah. talking some shit. Hey, we have a PhD. Yeah. Yeah, a doctor. Oh. Yeah, he'll there. set us straight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if we go right. too far yeah. out. I mean, we're yeah. CWA for a reason. Critics with attitude. Yes. So, you know, we, we, we criticize, but, you know, we use the filthy words. And if this is your first 
versus episode. Then, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. All right, here's what it's about. Kyle, what is versus? Versus, in this particular case, is going to be a three-way. Usually a versus is one movie <clears throat> versus another one. A, a, a twosome of just awesomeness. Something that goes together. Threesome. But tonight is going to be a, a menage a trois of movies. Uh, and they will go head-to-head in categories ranging from, you know, best picture, best actor, uh, best location. And whatever comes out on top will be our Golden Idol winner. Are you guys in the holiday spirit, Gary? I am in the holiday spirit. Are you? I am. I'm dressed for the holiday What are you spirit. wearing? I'm wearing my kitty cat Christmas shirt <laughs> with riding a unicorn. Yeah, and like uh, firing a like an coat? elf out of its <laughs> rear end. Seth, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a, uh, a, a ugly Christmas sweater that has Star Wars decals on it. Do you have a Do you have a phone on you? Yeah. Get a picture of Gary and I. Because I'm throwing What What the fuck? Phone doesn't. Uh... Oh, there we go. Now, he's Hold got a, He's got a Palm Pilot. It doesn't want. Should we stick on our tongues like kiss? Like. There you go. Oh, that's mm-hmm. there we go. That's that's that'll be on the sexy. Instagram where you can right, follow sexy. Adventures in Video Land. Thank you, One Kyle, of many for the plug. Kyle, what are you wearing? Uh, I, have, I have a red uh, Christmas sweatshirt with uh, Tommy Wiseau wearing a, a Santa hat saying, Oh, hi, Santa. And it's got some spoons and some footballs on it. <laughs> what, what does it say? It, oh, hi, Santa. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Oh, That's so oh, weird. Hi. Why does he say it like that in the movie? I don't know. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> All right, Diamond Doug. Yeah. What are you wearing tonight, brother? I am tonight. I am sporting a beautiful green shirt, uh, the color of Nilbog, I might add. <laughs> yes, uh, very much that much. has Yoda on it, and it says, "The season to be jolly." Yeah. It is. His uh, and I would are say very that, prominent. No, and, and I apologize for the erectness <laughs> of my nipples tonight. He's very excited to be doing his first podcast. Here. Yeah, yeah. Right. We are going to talk about some fun movies tonight. So if this is your first time listening, grab some pizza. Grab some hard liquor, grab an elf on a shelf, grab your favorite, I don't know, grab your favorite Santa hat like Seth has on, Mm -hmm. and let's do this. Absolutely. Is it just me, or does the elf on a shelf have a funny voice? Like, it has that that perverted look on its face the entire time. He knows things. That elf elf has seen some shit. Gary, what's your opinion on the elf on a shelf? His voice always sounds muffled to me, but it might be because I never take him out of the drawer and and allow my children to see that. (laughs) That's a great idea. Seth, what do you think about the elf on a shelf? Is it, does it have that... I'm really more into the Christmas pickle. Okay. <laughs> Kyle, what do you think about the elf on a shelf? I, I have no children, so I don't... I don't... I'm not acquainted with him vocally. I just... I just. What do you think the face. elf on a shelf sounds like? Oh, he got that deep, very white Do voice. you? I oh. think it has a high voice. Oh, yeah. He like, he's, like, he's like James Earl Jones on Lion King. He's just parting wisdom onto little Simbas everywhere. I imagine that elf on a shelf having that high voice like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna come and get you. That, that's the Christmas poo. That's a whole different <laughs> character there. Right on. <laughs> All right, let's let let Doctor Diamond Doug settle this. What is the uh, the Christmas elf? The elf on a shelf sound like? Oh, most definitely, I, I agree with Kyle here oh. on the very deep. Very mm. Oh, you think has a deep oh, voice? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's the unexpected, it's like the ironic, like really big dude's named Tiny and shit. <laughs> it's super Tiny. It's ironic. So it's like, can you please, uh, you know. Give some wisdom to our children. He's like, "What's crack a liking, bitches?" It's like the first. He's not a thug. He's not a. He's a, he's white. Oh, but he just has a deep voice. What like, would your elf on a shelf's white. name okay. be? I know you're on the spot, Gary. What would his name? What be? would you? Yeah. What would you Roberto. Name it? Roberto. I would. Yeah. It would, it would be named Roberto, obviously. <laughs> yeah. With that what voice. Would your name why is? wouldn't it be? Dave. Dave. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's I don't know why, but just automatically, I wasn't even planning this, but I'm gonna say Philly. 
I don't know why. PH or with an F? <laughs> with an H, PH. Oh, that makes Philly, sense. Philly the Elf. Yeah. What would your name be? Mr. Pickles. Yeah. A- April McBoom is in the house tonight. <laughs> She's sitting on the couch. What, what's the name? It would be Mr. Pickles. Mr. Pickles. That sounds crazy. Uh, so, so I have a question before you get started on your categories mm-hmm. and your movies. Be quick and, because and, this is important. So earlier you said that a Versus gives you the Golden Idol Awards. But I've known that the worst movies and the what the fuck moments, the WTF moments in the movies, get the rubber chicken. So shouldn't these movies actually be earning a rubber chicken award and not a Golden Idol award? Just a curiosity thing. I'm new here, but what if we throw out a Golden Chicken award? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the best picture automatically just, I think it's the golden yeah. chicken. I mean, just because it's bad doesn't mean it wasn't the best at something. Yeah. Right? It's like, the worst movie. Just because two shitty football teams play each other doesn't mean one team didn't deserve the win. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Kyle, what's your elf's name? My elf, uh, Horatio Cornchips the third. <laughs> Horatio. That's that's yeah. the duck's name in the in the favorite the movie the favorite <laughs> really it's a it's a racing duck and that's Horatio, his name that it. is the name no. of the duck okay. in the yes. favorite uh, the yes. favorite is the best picture this year I'm just saying it was really good Diamond Doug uh, my my elf is named Chick Fil A <laughs> Chick Fil A <laughs> it's because because he's uh, always closed on I'm, Sunday uh, yeah he's closed <laughs> on Sunday and I'm obligated just because I'm sponsored by Chick Fil A I think this <laughs> Chick Fil A is delicious uh, eat more chicken. Yeah. I think this is appropriate, guys. I uh, we're talking about bad movies. Do you guys have any bad Christmas jokes? Bad Christmas? Do you jokes? at all? I don't. I don't know. No. no? Leave Santa alone. Yeah. 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 Why does so? Why does Chris? So why does Christmas? Why does Santa always land on the roof? I don't. I don't why, Brad? Why because, does Santa? Because because your mama's too small. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Because this calls what? That's the opposite of like a your mama joke. Because your mama is an appropriate sized individual. <laughs> because Miss Balls will never let him go through the back door. Oh, uh, uh, see, that's that what was it's bad. Oh, it's a that was a dad joke. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. Yeah, that was a dad. Yeah, that joke gets the rubber chicken. Someone that's, squeeze the thing. That's yeah. the kind of dad joke I tell <laughs> my children. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any bad Christmas jokes for the bad movie verses? I don't. I, I wasn't prepared to bring a bad Christmas joke. Well, fuck you all. All right, so, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. What bad movies did we watch for tonight's holiday special, and how do they stack up against each other? All right, well, we got three movies tonight. We're going to play a little game, see if you guys can guess what movies we're talking about? I love games. We're going to talk about the game. So I'm going to give you the tagline for the movie. Because even great movies sometimes have terrible taglines. Bad movies also still have bad taglines. And they're hard to t- dictate what fucking movie we're even talking about. So this movie's tagline is Survival, the Ultimate Game. What movie do you think that is of the three we're covering tonight? Hmm, Survival? Survival, the Ultimate Test. Gary. Did you have a phone a friend? What do, you, what do you think, Gary? What do you think? Mind I, I'm thinking that that might be, uh, that might actually be uh, Troll 2. You think it's Troll 2? Doug, what do you got? I'm going to go with Troll 2. Seth? Room. You think it's the room? I'm going with Miami Connection. It's Miami Connection! Uh, Survival, uh, the ultimate oh, test. Yeah. Miami yeah. Connection is our, both are high on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb at a 68%. How the fuck did this get 68% on Rotten Tomatoes? It is also at 5.8 on IMDb. I would have loved to see what Miami Connection was before it became popular. 
you know, through like sites like you know, birth, death movies, yeah, um, etc. Because you know, there was a point in time probably where it was like thirty percent. Yeah, I mean, this movie stayed pretty dormant for like fifteen years before yeah, it like, was 15, unearthed years, at like yeah. a festival. Yeah. Um, the next tagline we have is a film with a passion of Tennessee Williams. Hmm. That's gonna be the room. That's the room. Yeah, that's the room. It's the room. Gary, we go in the room. Yeah, it's the room. Gary and I are going. It is the room at twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes and three point seven on IMDb, which. Are not our lows tonight. <laughs> and then our final film is Troll 2 with the tagline, It horrifies you in your sleep. It haunts you for life. Yes. Does that describe this movie at all? Not, not really. <laughs> not at all. But it is our low on Rotten Tomatoes with 6%. Six. And our low on IMDb of 2.8, which is one of the lowest scores IMDb has to offer for any film. Oh, wow. So we're talking some pretty shitty movies. Tonight. Yes, those three movies are popular as far as bad movies go. So I originally wanted to do a marathon with those three and Samurai Cop, Deadly Prey, Hard Ticket to Hawaii, oh, so and much. Wild Beasts. That so would much. be my like that'd be my marathon if I could choose it, right? But time is a bitch, man. We just yeah. came be, uh, came off of our martial arts marathon. Eight movies in that. We so, got oof. Pantheon starting in January. We have a lot of stuff going on, man. Time is a motherfucker. I mean, like, Doug's graduating with a PhD. Like, we don't got time to got watch, time like, six that. movies right now in December. So I wanted to watch three movies, general consensus, all right, the three worst movies, best worst movies ever made. So that's, that's why I chose that. But uh, I want to ask you guys a question. All right, before we start this versus, and as you can tell by the Facebook poll, mm-hmm. people have different opinions on what makes a bad movie. All right? So let's just set the table here. Doug, I agree with with what you put on Facebook. What do you think? What makes a bad movie? Sure. So we're talking about good, bad movies, good, right? Good, bad movies. So for me, a good, bad movie has a couple qualities. One, it, that it is legitimately a bad movie. Across the board, like it, it doesn't like Probably directed, it, 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 like, acted. You name acted. an aspect of a movie, and Writing, it just story doesn't missed. make any sense. Yeah, but it is not just bad; it's authentically bad. It's authentically bad in the sense that somebody, the person who was making it, set out to make a good movie and just missed by a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, you have this bewildered enjoyment that uh, that comes from it. So, being entertained for me is a, is a big part of good bad movies and I, I think I posted on somebody's uh, I think it was Priscilla who was talking about good bad movies and I said it's like if you had a friend who was just completely deluded about their athletic skill but was like dead set on doing extreme parkour and invited you to come watch uh, that you know that that's going to end badly but it's going to be a blessing if it ends up oh, on film absolutely. so and that's kind of the metaphor that i have for for this yes and always an exception to the rule but uh if you're if you're setting out to make a bad movie on purpose it doesn't it doesn't to, come off as a movie i think yeah i think it just turns out kind of dumb yeah yeah like you know uh, sharknado and that sort yeah. of stuff they're, they're trying they're to make bad movies. they're intentionally trying to make a bad movie but we're also not talking about like i was talking to my neighbor about this and they're like oh like they had named some other movies that they just didn't like or or i told, was telling my dad and he was like oh you mean like interstellar i hated that movie i was like no it's not no, just no, a movie no. you don't like that's a good bad movie or a bad good movie or you know yeah, the opposite yeah, of what we're yeah, doing tonight yeah, like, yeah, yeah. movie that aims to be good you just didn't like it yep yeah Gary, what makes a bad movie for you? 
a, a good a bad good movie. bad movie. A good bad movie for me is one where everybody involved, the director, the actors, as far as you could tell, they all sincerely believed they were making something that was just going to be amazing. They felt their acting was on par. They felt the writing was good. Just the way they participated in it. And I'm not talking about the interviews you read later on where they realized it would might not yeah, have yeah. been so good. They put their heart and dick into it. You, yeah. They were all in. You could tell. And then, yet, the movie <laughs> just sucks. Yeah. It's like, what's cool at the time? We gotta put everything into this. Parkour! <laughs> yeah. Bananas! What? what makes a good, <clears throat> bad movie to you? So if I say the phrase uh, dumpster fire, <laughs> do you do you know what I'm talking about? I know about? what dumpster yeah. fire is. Yeah, it's like one of those things you can't like take your eyes away from. Yeah. A think, car crash. Yeah, I think it's like that. So is Rampage a, a good, bad movie? Maybe, I never saw it. <laughs> it's shit. Where it's not it's a, it's a, a good, bad movie. It's what I say a dumpster fire is, but I would not consider it a good, bad movie. I, I don't know, man. So I, I mean, I like, think... what, what a true... Because, I mean, maybe that's hot garbage. But I'm talking about like a true. It hasn't fire. quite lit a yeah. flame. What, what a true dumpster fire! Is. Yeah, rampage will be like, it's just still smoldering crap on the ground. Yeah, yeah. It, it, not dumpster fire. Yeah, don't hit on the rock. And if I could throw in one one other thing, and th- this for me is kind of like a background category, is that when I'm thinking about it, I'm not thinking about necessarily like a blockbuster, huge budget movie that just ended up as just yeah. just bad. Like, the movies that we're talking about kind of self-selected into this B-movie range. But because of that, it was really about a, being a passion project. Yeah. Those, those types of movies are trying to make money. These are trying to make art, but just not <laughs> quite succeeding in that, I think. Yeah. Yes. Kyle, what makes a bad, a good bad movie to you? For me, a good bad movie is something you can sit in a room with your five closest friends huh? and know it's off. bad... But you're enjoying it. So, like, there are movies that, like, you can sit in a group of people and be like, that wasn't even, like, fun to watch. Like, I didn't, I didn't, like, what was fun about Batman versus Superman? Like, exactly. I'm not even, I can't even enjoy it. Like, it's not good, it's just bleh. But, like, you get something, you know, like a Troll 2 or a Room or, you know, Miami Connection. You all can have a fucking great time laughing at horrible lines and just like, what the fuck yes. is going on? Yeah. And I have to add this. There was not a, a lot of uh, people that were interested in Lone Wolf McQuaid. Versus Silent Rage, okay, in our versus martial arts marathon, Is right? That because they were made before everybody actually was born. <laughs> yeah, maybe. The I mean, mar- except me. <laughs> the martial arts tournament, right? But Kyle, even though you did not care for Lone Wolf McQuaid or Silent Rage, there's fun moments in both of them. Would you agree that that's like your one of your favorite verses? Oh, sitting down having that conversation was one of my favorites <laughs> because we Absolutely. had fun. Because we had fun. Ne- neither of them were good movies, but they were fun to watch yes. in a way. All right, guys. I think we set the table. All right, Seth just threw me off horribly with putting the Santa hat on. It's been on the whole time. As How a, drunk are you? It might be drunk. You, you brought it up earlier. Did you just you it up no, earlier. you commented on it earlier. Oh my god! So I'm I'm very drunk right now. So tonight oh no. he's also two fisting a Coors Light and a rum and coke. Yeah. My, as we it's see. not even his Coors Light. It's, yeah. it's my Coors Light. But that's all right. But he keeps grabbing it anyways. I'll open another one he later. He likes to grab up other people's Let's get some oh, more alcohol open, Doug. Get that yeah. champagne going. I got it. All right, guys. <laughs> quick question. Are you buzzed? <laughs> Are you single and sexy? I am. No. I am neither of those. Neither. No, I meant no. Do you have a big dick? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's oh, what I For an Irish man, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm taking a break tonight. I'm just here as a fan of the podcast. I'm going to kick back 
I'm going to pound a few drinks and just listen to you guys talk about the best of the worst. I think I, I, I think I could do this podcast. I'm a huge fan. I'm just going to say it right now. I'm a huge fan of Miami Connection, right? I've already talked about that. All right? Yeah. We did uh, Miami Connection versus LA Street Fighters. Uh, Marshall, Ryan, Cousin Wayne. We're huge fans of Miami Connection. But this is a group thing, man. This is an AV. And an AV, man, every, everyone's uh, voice counts, right? Uh-huh. So I'm going to pull away. And I'm going to let you guys have this conversation. I'm going to let you guys talk about these three movies, all right? So, Kyle, let's start with you. Best location goes to... Well, my best location... Uh, these movies don't have a lot of locations. There's not a lot of money to go around for these movies, no. so like they kind of keep them <laughs> to a few locations. But I'm going to give it to Troll 2 and Nilbog. Uh, just because I think there's just like... It's not anything spectacular, right? We town? A whole town. I'm going broad here. It's fine. I'm going broad. It's fine. I just... A whole town. I'm going broad. Okay. Um, Because we've seen the the shitty little town, you know, in horror movies where, you know, everyone's conspiring to get this family that's coming in. Uh, But these people are fucking creepy. They're, like, at store windows, like, just coming out of the woodwork to, like, watch them. There's the creepy preacher in that weird little church. There's a castle next to, like, a little farmhouse. (laughs) I don't understand the layout of this town at all. It's real fucking weird. And then the stupid reveal that Nilbog is just gobbling backwards is just icing on on the cake. So for me, it's going to to Nilbog. Doug, what is your best location? All right. So uh, and and I appreciate your answer, and I love mm-hmm. the fact that you 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 went with Nilbog. The uh, for me, uh, I'm an avid Troll Two fan. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I was thinking about it. Uh, I went with Miami Connection, Ooh. Uh, and the reason I went with that is specifically, I, I liked a number of the locations that were there, mm-hmm. but I specifically loved the beach. The okay. beach All scene right. in the middle of Miami Connection, <laughs> which has nothing to do with the plot nope. at all. Not a single bit. It's nah. just all the guys are like, hey, let's get in our convertible Cadillac, drive down the beach, and then shot after shot, the, the, it's just there so that they can show women in bikinis. <laughs> and then as they're showing women in bikinis, they start inter, inter- dispersing shots of children. <laughs> and they're... So, it's it's just really off-putting, oh, and they've yeah. got the from here to eternity makeout scene uh-huh. with the lawn chair in the surf as they're kissing awkwardly, and then there's a guy who's advocating. I paused it. I was like, "What's the guy with the sign?" He's he's advocating for a nudist church. <laughs> no, so, so oh, I just man. love the fact that just the scene shows up you, out of nowhere, has no reason to be there. And, uh, it, yeah, it just, it's, it struck it's, my it's, fancy. It's things like that, too, where you're like, did they just come across that guy and put him in the movie? Or they were just like, yeah, yep. nudist church, that's a big thing that we need to have for this movie. I suspect he was just there and ended up in a shot they <laughs> yeah. didn't edit out. It's, yeah, they pretty much. They did not get, like, signed waivers from any of those no, people. clearly not. Clearly no, 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 no. Oh, do you want to be in Miami Connection? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds bad. Gary, what about yourself? Well, I also <clears throat> chose a location for Miami Connection, but I chose Orlando. Talk about going to the town. <laughs> but I, I picked it for a reason, a very specific reason. Orlando, the town themselves, uh-huh. the was, capital? was in... Tra- was Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, no, the other... The, the, the real capital. <laughs> the, the vacation capital of the yeah, U.S., yeah, as a matter yeah, of fact. Yeah, yeah. Orlando was so enamored, the, the leadership, the people, the town, with... The uh, master YK Kim. Get, they were so enamored with him that they set aside whole blocks of streets where he could just 
openly shoot. They would just mm-hmm. block the, shut them down. And, and they basically gave him the keys to the city, sort of, kind of, so he could just shoot this movie there. And so, for me, it just felt like they didn't realize what kind of a piece of crap he was putting together, but they were more than willing to trust him completely this is to just put Orlando shoot on the a map. movie there. <laughs> Uh, that was going to be some kind of, you know, really amazing martial arts movie. I'm sure he had a hell of a sales job going on to convince them of it. But they did, and they opened it up for him. So. Do you think it should have been called Orlando Connection? Uh, it, uh, I mean, the plot of the movie does connect it back to a Miami connection. But, you know, Doug's talking about the beach, which wasn't in Orlando because it's not on the coast. <laughs> nope. And, and, and uh, the movie called Miami Connection, I guess there's a... Well, we can talk about that later. But the point is, I don't know. I guess it should have been called something besides Miami Connection. <laughs> it could have been called Miami Connection? Yeah. <laughs> it could have. It could have, could have been called the Miami slash Orlando Connection. Or since more than half or of it was UCF. Actually, yeah. The campus of University of Central uh-huh. Florida. Yeah. A bunch of the shots were shot in Kissimmee, not Orlando. So they could have called it the Kissimmee Connection, but that would have been a whole different movie. Yeah. So. Too much alliteration. Seth, what about yourself? I'm also going Miami Connection. Woo! Yeah, I'm going to go the uh, the ninja training camp. Oh, <laughs> just because, yes. like, Just because, like, I just want to run across that bridge dressed like a ninja. Half-squatting down. Yep, yeah, <laughs> Exactly. And then I want to go hang out in the little house. How about the two-foot-by-two-foot springboard? Yeah, exactly. With literal springs crazy. under uh-huh. it. Yeah. Boink. Yeah, exactly. And then I also want to, uh, like, I want to go hang out in his little dojo and everything and then have him yell at me about how I didn't get the money, but I've got all kinds of drugs here for you it's like yeah so i just i like the aesthetic of that place sure. it seems like a nice place to go hang out one of the few places in these movies yeah. that i could be like you know i could chill there for a while you could just be it. seth there i could yeah yeah it'd be nice <laughs> all right well all these movies have some pretty fucking strange characters and stuff too but we gotta have a best one and for me it's johnny from the room i love johnny so much because his his character really doesn't make sense to me, and, and he's like the hero of the story. Everyone loves and hates Johnny with a severe passion, and I don't understand where either the love or the hate comes from. Um, I don't know what he does for a living, but he he does kid. things, and he's doing better. He, he works at a bank. Yeah, he works at a bank. He's got a but good job. He's yeah. got a good girl, good friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. he <laughs> provides for Denny. Yeah, exactly. I think they declared later that he may have been a private investigator of some sort because he did just sit around in a car a lot. Yeah, he does a lot. For like, a bank, he's he's apparently rich, but he lives in a tiny apartment. Has to take the trolley everywhere. Only um, has pictures of spoons. Only has pictures of spoons. <laughs> um. So it's, it's, it's very strange. He has a lot of money, but has no money whatsoever to do the things that he wants to do. Uh, he's just, he's, he's, he's very unique. You can't pinpoint where he's from, uh, even though, he, he, you know, he plays with footballs to, you know, show that he's very because American. Because he's, yeah. he's just your average normal American guy. Then, but no American's ever sounded that way. There's just so much of an enigma that comes with Johnny. That I, I want to dig deeper into what that character is. Seth, you want to say something? Do you love Johnny or do you love Tommy Wiseau? Are they are they separate or are they the same thing? <clears throat> that curtain's very thin. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Okay. I just I think just that, I think, sure for the viewers think, at home. I think there the yes, there's definitely Tommy Wiseau is is Johnny. Johnny is Tommy Wiseau. It's it's clearly supposed to be autobiographical the way that he made this movie, uh, where he thinks that everyone hates him, but that everyone should love him because he's some sort of weird fucking hero, I guess. But Douglas, all right. So uh, for me. I went with Miami Connection, Ooh. <clears throat> and uh, my 
100% favorite character across all three movies is old rock band leader. Now, I, I went okay. to all so right. I went to the credits to find out. I was like, I can't we can't just call him old rock band leader. I went to the credits to see what is this guy's name? His name in the credits Old Rock, rock band, band Leader. Yeah. yeah. So I love every single scene he's on is a gift from God. <laughs> so for, for so you, you son of a bitch, you keep no, saying yeah, that no, over and over. Like yeah. this famous line in the first scene, you son of a bitch. Or yeah. the second one, you son, son of a, of a bitch. bitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's joked like Spinal Tap, like this dial uh-huh. goes up to eleven. Mm-hmm. For 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 old rock band leader, his dial skips eleven, jumps straight to fifteen, mm-hmm. and it's stuck on fifteen every single scene. Now, in watching the credits, I also found his name, the character, the actor is Jack McLaughlin, and he is also a production consultant for the movie, which is why the movie probably ended up so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he's like, he's like, hey, we just did the scene. He's like, you know what? I think we could probably dial this up. Yeah. yeah. But I just yeah. love him. I just love him to death. And he gets his ass kicked. Every, he starts a fight. Four separate times and gets his ass kicked. He's four <laughs> separate times, two of which he still has the same head bandage on with an open bleeding wound in two separate <laughs> fights with a like like an Empire of the Rising Sun size blood stain, which is an active wound in two different fights. I just love it. Brilliant. And oh my goodness, sorry, I forgot. Oh, go. He shows up with a bayonet on a right <laughs> in one of the fights. He's just How like, old is he? <laughs> Yeah. Just in case they get close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm just. I'm gonna go with old rock band leader. I, I love the fact that when he starts all those fights, he's convinced to the depths of his soul that this time, this time, <laughs> he's gonna prevail. He's going to win for sure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No doubt. And I really want to hear his band now. Oh yeah, we, yeah, we never heard. It's we just, never get to hear his it's band. Old people music. And we don't know how many people are in there. When he shows up with his band at the first fight, there's thirty people there. Yeah. it's like what is there's this some sort of Wu Tang Clan that you have going on here? It's like it's like some Slipknot Wu Tang Clan combo thing. Yeah, right. There's like fifteen of them. Yeah, it's perfect. Weird reference, Seth. Well, it's all right. Apparently, I think Orlando's the capital of Florida, so, you know. (laughs) How much uh, of the Scotch Cup have you had tonight? Vacation capital. Oh, weird. All right, Gary, what do you got for your favorite character? Uh, I am also in Miami Connection for this one, but but for a very specific reason, this character touched me deep inside, and I I wish I I could touch him, too. But Jim... Of course. Oh, God. Who's Jim? Who's Jim? I, I just... Uh, his mother was Korean. His mother and his father, father was black American. <laughs> <laughs> Which, living through the 80s, is actually a phrase oh. you would say. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, no, his his search for his father... Uh, <laughs> all the way to the Defense Department. All the way. It's <laughs> not two letters. Not through it's the... Impressive. Not just... But, but, then, but then his brothers in the band were so moved... By him revealing this secret that apparently they had no idea, even though they're all orphans. They all thought they were orphans. <laughs> yeah. Orphans. That was new information orphans. at 30 orphans. minutes into the movie. Uh, orphans. Yeah, orphans. Orphans. But uh, th- this moved his band so deeply that they decided to change into a global tour, <laughs> do a world tour. And across this world tour, while they go to the home countries of every member, they will find his father somehow. 
I I was touched, and I I I vote for Jim. And uh, he gets that dramatic. He gets shot or he stabbed. What was sliced? Sliced. And the fact that he squeals like a little five year old girl <laughs> with a splinter does not mean anything. Not a thing. He just that hurts. It probably stings. The emotional a lot. moment his dad shows up at the hospital. Oh, oh God! Oh, I, his, I almost his father was Mark clearly Ray. younger than he oh, is. Definitely. I almost Absolutely. voted for his father because I was convinced it was the same guy in makeup there for the longest time. Because they didn't actually show them together. Oh, no, they did not. But yes, Jim. I go with Jim. Seth, do you have a big play for Jim, or you got somebody else? No, I actually have Mark from the Miami Connection. Yeah! Oh! Yeah. So, uh, it's just because he's a good friend, and he whoops a lot of ass he in does. this movie. And he's he clearly does. the only one that had any kind of real... Well, no, because the tall guy. John. He also had some martial arts talent. Yeah. And but Mark, Michael Phelps looking yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Mark and yeah. John are the, are the two that the master whoops their butt during yeah. practice. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. And, you know, he goes, and it's just like, out of nowhere, it's like, hey, my friend's been kidnapped. And it's like, okay, I'm going to go get my sword, and we're going to get him back. And, then, like, and straight up murder people. He yes. did. He murdered. Like, he, Ripped, they all yeah, he, lots he of murdered wizards. at least a dozen people. Yeah, and it was movie. awesome. It was awesome. But it's yeah. Orlando, and the cops want to get rid of these gangs anyway, so yeah, it's exactly. okay. Yeah. Clean up the streets. Clean oh, up the sorry, streets. Miami. I always get Clean so up the streets. Yeah, when did you get them out of here? So I'm going to go with Mark, just because he's a good friend. And dang it, he's like the kind of guy where I'm in trouble. I need you to come get me. It's so yeah. nice of that 40 year old to be hanging out with these college kids. <laughs> <laughs> That much older than that? He looks so much older. Hey, what's looks, wrong with 40? He looks a lot older than Jim's dad. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong with 40 if you still have your own eyebrows. Sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you what shave a... them 80% off, that might not be okay. Yeah, like, who's who's less human, Mark or Johnny? <laughs> or the Johnny. trolls? I think the trolls have more human features than both of those two guys. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Hey, but, you know... All these characters got... Well, we'll get into that much later, Seth. Don't worry, we're going to talk about that. Sorry. Um, But each character... You know, each movie has multiple characters. Sometimes you get your Timon and Pumbaa characters that come together and make themselves better. So we have best duos. And my best duo are the the, the true heroes of Troll 2, Josh and Ghost Grandpa Seth. Uh, Because they truly work together, right? Josh can't do it on his own. He needs Grandpa Seth... His dead grandfather, who shows up in random mirrors and houses he's never been in and just accidentally gets rooms wrong, uh, likes to start movies out like it's the fucking Princess Bride, loves reading stories to his, 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 his alive grandchild after he's passed a long time ago, and, and really pushes him and, and gets him to, to go and save his family. And, you know, he, he calls out, don't let him eat that food, you know? And it makes the kid piss all over their dinner, which, you know, is, is true... True heroism, and they're, they're beautiful on screen together. So, Josh and, and dead grandpa Seth. You say Taboom and Simba? Timon? Taboom? Boomba. Taboom and Simba. I know. Taboom and Simba. All right, so I, uh, so I am going to piggyback on that and say the same thing. It's yes. Grandpa Seth uh, and Joshua, and I love them, I love them together. together. And I love so. And here's a diff, like you talk. You talked about all sorts of beautiful things in there. Mm-hmm. Grandpa Seth's changing powers throughout. He can manifest <laughs> Molotov cocktails. That's beautiful. 
Um, I forgot. Like a favorite moment between them is is when they're outside and he's a, like he has the Molotov cocktail and then like the guy starts doing some incantations so Grandpa can't throw it so he's like Joshua you're gonna have to throw this and then and then he, he like the guy the guy the preacher man or whoever the goblin guy mm. says I'm gonna send you back to hell uh-huh. and then like there's a pause and then Joshua's like. You're not really in hell, Grandpa, are you? He's like, no. But I had a friend who was there once, and he learned this cool trick. And I was like, there is so much to unpack here in this one little scene. I was going to ask, do you think he actually is in hell? Because I was like, oh my gosh, we got a heel yeah. turn. And I was like, is he, is the Grandpa actually uh-huh. bad? They're like, he's he's orchestrating all this from hell. Like, that's where I was thinking when I'm watching this. For that me. would have yeah. been an interesting twist <laughs> yeah. that is beyond the level of what the movie was <laughs> giving Yeah, I got you. Or, or even what the movie writers were even yeah, thinking I got in the you. moment. Okay. <laughs> Send you back to hell. Exactly. Grandpa, wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah. You're not in hell, Grandpa, are you? No. no. <laughs> but no. I had a friend. Yeah. No, I love the two. No, but I visited there once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Concentrate harder. <laughs> I uh, I actually picked... Uh, well, okay, so first of all, I wrote their names down because I wasn't sure who they were. but it, And I had to go back and look through the credits. But the first time I watched uh, Miami Connection, I was convinced Jay and Silent Bob were actually in it. <laughs> oh, because... <laughs> Am I right? No, you're right. Those are the most epitomized Florida people I've ever seen. They're called Floridians for a reason. <laughs> No, there's the two guys that are, I think, they're in the, the other band, or they might be motorcycled. It was unclear, because the bad yeah. guy groups tended to kind of mix sure. a little bit. But there's two guys that looked just like Jay and Silent Bob, and especially Jay. And I, I went back and oh, looked Now I know who you're talking see. about. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? The I big guy. Back. Yeah, big and guy. The, and then the, like, the, the Kid Rock-looking guy. Yeah, the scrawny yeah. little drug addict with the long hair yeah. in, this, in, the, in the hat. And I... After I watched the movie the first time, I actually said that that would be like their first appearance in a movie. Why don't people know that? And so I'm looking and not finding anything. So whoever those two guys were, they were fun as hell. Because uh, in one scene, they're in their gym, which is supposed to be like a martial arts gym, but it's just a gym with weights and stuff. G.I. Jeff's gym. Thank you, G.I. Jeff's gym. They're in there, and there's a third guy, I don't remember who he was, and uh, the, the, the sister walks through. The girlfriend sister walks through, and they're totally cat calling her. And, hey, baby, hey, baby, hey, baby. Yeah, and then, that was man, a great impression. Yeah, way. right. Yeah, so I, it was right on. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, no, I picked Jay and Silent Bob. Whoever they really were, that's my duo. I like it. I'm gonna go with the room. Um, Johnny and his water bottle. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yep. without the water bottle, you couldn't. You scene. can't make a great scene, you know. We'll get to that later. How can you poignantly hate someone exactly that, you know, is lying about you unless you have a water bottle? Exactly. Just for that, her. I did not. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Do it. <laughs> so yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, so just uh, you know, we'll get to that later. But you know, oh, I mean, how can you complete uh, complete a scene without forcefully throwing Johnny's water bottle? <laughs> yes, exactly. An already crushed water bottle. I like to exactly. point out. I went back, rewound, and zoomed in. It was crushed when he. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll go back to it later. Mini yeah. takes. I mean, yeah, yeah you're, you're you're angry, and then you know you you let your anger out on exactly. that water bottle. Exactly. Then you can then you can free yourself and exactly. talk to your friend Mark. Yeah. Exactly. I'm so angry. <laughs> All right. Uh, all these movies have villains or antagonists. However, you want to break this down, and and my my favorite 
is um, literally everyone who's not Johnny in the room is an antagonist to Johnny. Johnny is just this awesome knight in shining armor who just would do anything for the love of his life, Lisa. And at least it cheats on him because he's terrible and hits her, but he doesn't hit her. And, and Mark's his best friend, but cheats with her. And then he's got friends who know that Mark and Lisa are sleeping together, but don't say anything. And it, just the whole world is out to get Johnny. This, even Danny? This beautiful, yes, even, even Denny, you know, is using Johnny's money, right? And Johnny has to come and save you know, him because he's getting into drugs. Seth, yeah. do you have right? a you may hear Because you said... I was just curious. I just wanted to, I just, you know, Danny's a big part of his life. I right. just wanted to make sure that I right. didn't, maybe there's something I missed. Just another reason that why Johnny is, is so heroic, which we'll get to later, but it's it's a very weird thing where everyone respects Johnny, but they're all very much against Johnny. Yeah. The whole world is against Johnny, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't quite get it, but... I, th- I think I think it's it's a little bit better than, than what's going on in Miami Connection and, and definitely what's going on in Trolls. Diamond Doug, who you got as your best villain? Diamond Doug. Uh, the uh, Kyle. I'm just gonna take a uh, like a little pause Whoa. here because you're talking about the room and Johnny. Yes. And uh, so Gary, Gary and I. Anybody oh. else uh, want to? I, I will not partake. But we're gonna the, make uh, some scotchka, right? We're making some scotchka in honor. You're not allowed on the I'm not like removed from the episode. But I'm not removed from the fucking scotch, you guys. Because this is the scene right before. So Listen, Lisa, I've been sharing a beer with you. I will totally share a glass of scotch. <laughs> this is mine? Oh, yeah. that. No. No. So, <laughs> you didn't have one. That was mine. God damn it. But you have your so, own now. Lisa. Hey, hold on, hold on. So. Lisa that's thinks mine? that's everything. Yeah. Okay. So so yeah, Le- so Lisa says, "Hey Johnny, you need to calm down." And then brings out two glasses which look like they have scotch in them already. And then she has another bottle of vodka. And then Johnny uh-huh. says, "You know I don't drink." No, I don't drink. And then he she pours and says, "Drink up, you'll feel good." And then he takes a sip and he's like, "Oh, that's good." So, what is that so we're going to see if scotchka, which is a mixture of oh, scotch. Oh, Gary did and vodka. not like the sip he took. Oh, oh my I didn't God. taste it yet. Oh, you smell it? I only took a whiff, which is a bad idea. That looked like a Jerry, you motherfucker, man. Oh, that's good. Oh, Oh, that's so good. (laughs) Oh, I have never seen faces like that that happening right now. Actually, it's nowhere near as bad as it smells. So I'm I'm on the outside (laughs) looking in. Oh, that's Brad, give us, your, give us your uh, AV review after you've taken a drink of Scotchka. Oh, you downed oh! it! You downed the whole thing! Oh, no! That's so bad. Oh, April, you make him sleep on the couch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he's sleeping in the, he's yeah. sleeping in the dragon's lairs where oh! he's sleeping right. Oh, my God, damn. Right. I've never tasted like... If someone put a fucking pump in my mouth in that gasoline station, yeah. and it pushed play... Play! <laughs> All right. Oh my god! I, so I actually don't think it's that bad. In the, in the, <laughs> tastes like dick. In the in the name of science, we had to try Fair some scotchka. Uh, bad we, experiment. We can confer, confirm that it, it tastes like gasoline. Like yeah, yeah. All right. So back to back to your, your favorite villain or antagonist. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Troll Two with uh, the Goblin Queen, Ooh. Credence, Leonor, Gilgood, Gilgood, who is in it to win it a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> All the way through, uh-huh. and I love her to death. Deborah Reed is amazing. Yes, so. she's definitely giving her all. Yeah, and I'm also friends with her on Facebook. Oh. She's sexy. That's as well. She's not a bad looking woman. Yeah, there's the scenes. There's the scenes that she's the not all cooled up. She's she looks yeah. pretty damn good. So this is a so. 2010 best worst movie documentary comes mm-hmm. out. Facebook's relatively new. I see the actors in Troll Two, and I'm like, this is fun. I friend. 
anybody I can find. <laughs> I end up being friends with George Hardy, Darren Ewing, Deborah Reed, and Michael Paul Stephenson. <coughs> and name dropper. And no, I know. <laughs> And oh, Darren this is Ewing, the only time he can do it. I, know. <laughs> I Darren, love him for it. Darren actually. Ewing, the guy who says, "Oh my god," uh-huh. he uh, he uh, he commented on my little post about graduating today. Oh, that's nice. So he he uh, he gave me a nice little message. So. But not the one where you're like, "We're gonna go shit all over the movie." You no, 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 not at all. So, uh, credence, uh, Goblin Queen. So. I am going to piggyback with you, Druid Credence, Leonor. Mm-hmm. How do you say her last name? Gilgood. Gilgood. Yeah, uh, no, I'm I'm down with her. I thought she was a fantastic character, was in the wrong movie, to be honest with you. Sure. She, even with as weird and crazy and her acting was and her, her writing, I think that character could have probably been just a weird character in a good movie. Mm-hmm. It was just, she was just a weird-ass character in a bad one, that's all. Yeah. I, I like her. Same. Oh, oh man. yeah, man! Wow, that's three for four, man. I was reading something that, that like right. all the clothes that she was wearing were from her own personal collection. Yeah, they didn't have money for clothes. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Pretty sure everyone in that movie just whatever yes. they wore to set yeah. that day. That's what you're she looked like. Wearing. Wednesday Adams, most of it. right? She looked like a girl I went to high school with, who other than the makeup, dressed just like that. Did you fuck her? No, I dated Ooh. my wife starting when I was in high school. It didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, every good villain needs a good hero, right, Seth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, who are our favorite heroes? Me? I mean, I already gave my best villain to the room because everyone is against the best hero we have in Johnny. Johnny is a fucking saint, right? Buys dresses and roses for Lisa and loves her with all his heart. You know, he's got a he's got a good job and he's taking care of his good friend Denny. And he's he's just he's just so supportive to everyone around him and in his life, right? He's just such a good guy. He, and everyone everyone knows he's a good guy, even though they try to make him out to be a bad guy. And he's such a good guy that you know it just overwhelms him in the end, and he has to he has to take his own life, which was which is just tragic. Wait, you know? pausing Hold first on. to masturbate into his uh, right. his girlfriend's dress that uh, he exactly. tore up. Yeah, yeah. no, well, as one is wont to do. Exactly. Wait, he kills himself? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Did you, you didn't watch the movie, right? <laughs> it's, it's iconic. Um, but yeah, what? Did you not watch that part, Seth? You're looking at us like you did. Here, you didn't let me let me play out. No, the scene. I know. Hold Wait, on. Hum na, hum na, hum this hum is hum my hum favorite <laughs> thing where it's like, oh, hi, Gone Barrel. Like one minute before that, he's like, oh, hi, red dress. Uh, uh, yeah, he's uh, rubbing it on his dick. Yeah. He's going crazy on the floor and then shoots himself in the head. Huh. And still rubs it on his dick a little bit after he shot himself yeah. in the head and then dies. Okay. As one is wont to yeah, do. Like a, like a true hero if, does. If you had that dress on your wiener, you would definitely rub it there. Right. And come on. He's always he's lifting his friends' spirit by playing football with them, laughing at all their non-jokes. <laughs> just just randomly laughing at things that they're they're not trying to make funny. Uh, he's he's he goes to his friend's wedding, you know, he's a big part of the wedding. The, the, the dude is just just all around a fantastic guy. He's he's a true American hero. Douglas. Well, Kyle, I think you're an idiot. No, 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 no. All right. So I go. So for me, I'm going to go with Mark. Okay. From Miami Connection. I am the uh, that he uh, just just the fact that he can't get a single line out the entire time, and he gives himself. So many lines, yeah, throughout. It, like, but at the same time, I, he's fun to watch. Like he 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 kicks butt. 
Uh, he slices people's necks open with a round <laughs> pipe. Uh, I think it's the sheath from the sword. Yeah, really? sure. He, okay. he, he straight way, up murders somebody with a sheath. It shouldn't yeah. murder someone. He knocks somebody <laughs> off a building. He knocked the brother off the building. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. says lines like, I didn't know you had a father. <laughs> I thought we were all orphans. I thought we were, we're all, all orphans. Or, often. Or, or like, we're going to go away. You, not at all. <laughs> I'm not afraid you. No. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> no. Classic. Good stuff. Mr. Gary. Uh, I actually am going to go with uh, Joshua from uh, Troll 2. I thought, I mean, as heroes go, I thought he was absolutely a hero. He saved people's lives right up front. He saved people's lives in the middle. Used creative solutions. He used creative solutions. (laughs) We're going to recreate that tonight. He peed (laughs) on the table. uh, But... The one thing he couldn't do, of course, was to save his mother in the end. No. But uh, he was quite... <gasps> Spoiler. Jo- <laughs> quite <laughs> jolly in everything right up to that point when he realized it was too late. Did he feed his friends and made sure his friends were okay? He did a lot of amazing things. I liked him a lot. Seth, how about yourself? Uh, I, uh, I'm going to go with a hero who... He's got a good job... Got a girl, got girlfriends. <laughs> the world hates him. <laughs> well, hi, Mark. <laughs> gonna go with the room. It's yeah. Johnny. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. He, I mean, there's nothing to hate. He's always there for all of his friends. Laughs at all their, their jokes. He's, he's their your hero. Is he better than fucking the guy who took care of his friends? Oh yeah. Johnny is dumb. <laughs> He's so dumb. Stupidity does not d- reflect heroism. Yes, no. it does. Heroism may just be reflected in how you see yourself. And Johnny exactly. absolutely saw I'm himself as a hero. I'm such a good guy, and everyone hates me. Everyone. Doug called me an idiot a few minutes yeah, ago. No, I mean, true. that's just how it happens. Well, hey! hey! Oh, yeah! oh, what happened? Not everybody hates you, Kyle. Oh, thank you. you. Why are we yelling? Ryan Smith, video editor Ryan Smith just showed up at the studio. Yeah. Oh, Ryan, yeah. Ryan, you've seen the room, oh, correct? Oh, stop, Seth, Seth. Oh, Ryan, so Ryan too. Smith is a key component to Video Land. He's, the, he's one of the main reasons that Video Land exists. We talk like a thousand hours about movies. Yeah. <laughs> and he just showed up at the bloom. <laughs> We, we didn't even have to tell him that Brad was drunk, he just knew. Wait, 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 wait. Brad, Look just to that. clarify, are you buzzed? I'm buzzed. You want scotchka? Hey. Ryan. <laughs> no, you don't. No, get no, you don't. Ryan. No, you don't. What? You don't want it. Ryan, Ryan, after after you give it, give it your give it your uh, AV scale review after AV you take a drink. You know what? You know I pretty much hate all out. Oh, I know. It, tell, tell me that. if this is Pantheon or not. This is from the room. This is the scotch vodka that Lisa feeds Johnny. Okay. Oh, he goes down. What? Nothing. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. No. So, what's your AV review? AV review. Pantheon, right? Fucking terrible. We're all on the same page. If anyone's listening tonight, the BBS of drinks, right? Yeah. Yes. I want to make this clear. Adventures in Video Land. Scotchka. Adventures in Video Land is a is a group mentality. It's not just a single person, right? So Ryan is one of my best. He's my best friend. 
We oh. have Gary. Oh. oh. We so have sweet. No, no, Gary. Doug, who's I your best friend? Heart. Gary. Doug and Gary are best friends. Wait, you didn't ask me who my best friend is. Yeah, we tolerate each other. Okay, just to, just to clarify. Ryan. Ryan. What's best picture in this best worst marathon? What versus? R- remind me of Miami all... Connection, The Room, okay. or Troll 2. Oh, Miami Connection. Oh, you think that's the best okay. movie? We'll see. Best are worst? we talking about... No, hold on. Define... <laughs> Define best movie. Are we talking best worst? Best best worst. Yeah, best worst. Yeah, what movie you're popping in right now? If you have any connection, no question. Okay, we'll see. We got 13 more categories before we get to that. Oh man. Yeah. I'm saying that's off. That's off the (laughs) top of the dome, guys. All right. I haven't done the work. Each of these films has deaths or kills in them, so we're gonna talk about our favorite ones. And 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 me, it's it's no contest. It's Johnny killing himself at the end of the room uh, because it just really kind of comes out of fucking heroes nowhere. Heroes kill themselves. It cut, heroes kill themselves. In, I in detect the a theme. Yes, it's very, it's very, <laughs> it's 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 a weird fucking scene. It is very weird where he rapes a dress, uh, kills himself, and then there's like five minutes of dialogue after that with people like over his body lamenting the like people that just like. Or the reason that he killed himself, like being like, "Oh, he was such a great guy. Can't believe, can't believe we pushed him to do that. How, how terrible are we? Gosh, golly!" And yeah, that it's it's such a fucking insane scene that how could it not take my best kill? Doug, how could it not take your best kill? No. <laughs> well, besides for the fact that you're wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, so I go with uh, I, I go with the decapitation from Miami Connection oh. as, as as my favorite kill, like because like you were saying, Johnny's comes out of nowhere. This uh-huh. decapitation, literally, it comes out of nowhere. I actually and thought that it was written by. Johnny, from, <laughs> like he wrote one scene and it was the decapitation. Yeah, like it just. So like the ninja comes back. He's like, oh, the all our other ninjas are no. Like, all of our guys are like, dead. All our guys are dead, boss. And he's like, all of a sudden he's like, ho ha, head off, and then he like laughs, ha 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 ha. So it's just fantastic. Oh yeah! yeah. No, it, if you listen carefully as he's laughing, that they took the care to put the sound, sound over his laugh, like the squirting sound keeps happening. So yeah, That's no, it's awesome. brilliant. It's brilliant. Beautiful, beautiful. Gary, what about you? Uh, I actually, uh, I'm gonna go with Troll Two. Ooh, I'm gonna go yeah. with. I know, I think I'm gonna go with the death of the mother. The oh, the oh. only the, number one, the only booby scene that I remember from the act. They teased you about it, but There's there was an actual breasts yeah. in Troll Two. That was, uh, but there was mom laying there all co- after apparently after having a Jello wrestling match, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> she they they took the care to show that from the uh, pelvis down and the neck up there was no mom. There was a bloody gooey green torso so uh-huh. I, i'm going with that one That's and i want to know kill. did they make a jello mold for that scene it, well uh, i don't think the actress was there because there was no head or lower body yeah, yeah. and yeah. is that still around <laughs> <laughs> well as you are friends with the actress why it's fun with all this nail ball goop yeah. <laughs> i gotta go with the decapitation oh mm-hmm. man yeah. again just because even though you see it in the trailer but just that sweet laugh and then that's the last time he's in the movie. Yeah. Because the rest of the movie is filmed with the brother. Yeah. You guys yeah. knew that, right? Yeah. That the, uh-huh. the white ninja truly is white. Yeah. And then <laughs> for the final battle. Yeah. So yeah. 
that, uh, but yeah, I, I would think that I would go with that. Damn. Gary, I thought you were going to go with the popcorn from Troll 2. Because no. that's that's a crazy fucking kill that we that's didn't mention. Like, there's a weird make-out scene with corn, Whoa. and then it just starts oh, turning into popcorn. I got a question, too. There is no proof that that was a kill. Yeah, what about the kid I, on the I bed, too? there's an assumption that he dies. What about the kid on the bed with the bandana, who's, like, bleeding, or the sweating out the green? He just falls on the bed. Does he die, too? Right. I think he gets turned into he a would troll. Be turned into goo, right? Oh, and then do they drink him? Is that, is he that him, thing right? on well, the... That, yeah, I think the idea is she turned him into a troll so he could eat the friend that got turned into a plant. I don't, like, we're trying to... Okay. We're trying to break down a movie that makes no fucking sense. And harvested. And harvest. And Turn into a plant and then yeah. harvest it, yeah. as you yeah. would with a yeah. chainsaw. Yeah, exactly. you would. I got you. Um, uh, tickle, though. Just a little tickle. All right. Up next, we're going to talk about our what the fucks. Uh, this isn't going to be worth a point, but we're just going to talk about the movie, the things in these movies that like made us kind of go, what the fuck? And usually these are kind of like small lists, uh, but I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of things to say about our what the fucks tonight. So we're just going to kind of go in a round. Uh, just mention some things that you think are fucking weird. Don't give your winner out. We'll do that, that at the end. But um, I, I'm just going to start with Miami Connection and go, go through all the things I had for Miami Connection. So um, the first scene they're playing music. They aren't even attempting to play instruments whatsoever. There are scenes where people aren't even moving and instruments are playing. It's fucking just just brilliant. Uh, her brother really hates uh, John for no reason whatsoever. Just immediately is like, yeah, fucking hate this guy. Because he's fucking his sister, right? He's clearly fucking his sister. Um, just anything YK Kim in this entire movie uh, from directing to... I'm doing acting in air quotes because... <laughs> I don't know what that was. And just the fact that he he looks like he's at least twice the age of everyone else in this movie. Uh, what are, and what are the odds that um, that you're you're in a band, you're all orphans, and you all know, like, karate? But that's a pretty niche... Yeah, like they put that on a thing. flyer. Yeah, it's just like looking for a drummer that knows karate and doesn't have mom or dad. I do want to toss this out there, though. Go for, that, it. Like, Go for it. So that just shows, like... Like, I think it's cool that, like, all the kids are into rock and roll and they're into kung fu. Like, if they made this movie now, it'd be like, hey, we're into Fortnite and Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically it. So I think it's cool that, you know, they've got cool things to be into. Sure. And then yeah. one of them's not even an orphan. No. So, uh, yeah. Turns out um, later. So, usually with bad movies, you get you get topless women. We get, a topless, we get topless women in Miami Connection, right? Yeah. But usually, they're fairly attractive women. The topless women in this movie are not attractive, but they are presented as such. I would just like to add that, that this is actually a topic we'll be discussing further oh, a little later yeah, in the is podcast. Is that going to be your wild card? Your best breasts? <laughs> no, not necessarily. <laughs> Somewhere in there, though. Um, Waikiki Kim just says Jim about 800 times after he gets sliced with the sword. That's his only line. For a solid, like, three minutes, just, Jim! 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 And just keeps yelling it over and over again, um, which is weird. And then, uh, I just want, I want to wrap up Miami Connections, what the fuck. Um, so this movie has a lot of fucking killing in it, like, a lot. Uh, but the end title screen says, Only through the elimination of violence can, can we, we achieve, achieve world, world peace. peace. What the fuck? You right? just murdered most of the people in this movie, and you're talking about... <laughs> Hey, let's not have violence so that we can have world peace. You know, they didn't start any of those fights. Let's just <laughs> let me just lay that <laughs> out there. Fuck, finished them. It was all in self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Doug. Do you want to do, run some Miami Connection? What the fucks? Oh, don't get your winner. Just Miami somewhere. Connection. Just ones? we'll start and we'll go around and we'll hit all, all the right. movies. So the band, what you failed to mention, uh, like that they weren't acting mm -hmm. like they were playing. The instruments were also not plugged <laughs> in. 
That's how awesome Dragon Sound is. Dragon they sound don't need baby. to plug in their instruments to make it work. They have the uh, dragon power. The fight between the old rock band leader and the manager just out of nowhere yep. immediately. Uh, love that. Brandishing the weapons when all the rock band shows up and they're like, we're going to get you. And they're like, let's bring out the dude. And they're like, whoa, <laughs> what's going to happen? And then he, this guy walks up and just pours beer on everyone's head. And John has to lean over to make that happen. Uh-huh. Uh, there's... There's just so much good stuff in this. The, uh, the 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 world rock tour about going to visit each other's places and stupid cocaine. We're all from different <laughs> yeah, countries, we're right? We're from different countries. The B-roll of the bikers. I love that. Uh, yeah, no. So much good stuff in there all the way across. Um, and the fact that the guy from the Dragon Sound looked like Oates from Hall. Yeah, that, he Hall very did yes. not fit the rest of that band. But yeah, the only God, musician in the group. He's the only one that looked like a musician, which but he definitely didn't look like a karate expert either. Yeah. Hiding in a barrel. Uh huh. Yeah. Is that what you got from Miami Connection, Gary? What do you got from Miami? For Connection? me, uh, the, the Miami Connection. It's the 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 sheer volume of this movie that is dedicated to just. Full length songs, beginning to end, no editing whatsoever. <laughs> Not behind actual plot scenes. Right. Just watching the band play a song. That oh, was one. And if you liked one of the songs, don't worry. We're gonna play it in its entirety again. Again. <laughs> Sometimes behind a scene, but in general, in concert. Yes. Uh, that was one. The second one was uh, the and I don't, I don't remember her name. The girl who just joined the band. Uh, Jen, Jenny? Jane, yeah, Jane, Jane. She she just joined the band, but in the first scene when you see them uh, performing, all she's doing is dancing around. She's not singing. <laughs> she's not doing anything. At some point, the director went, "Oh shit, we have to actually see her singing." So yeah. in one of the later performances, she's the lead singer in a completely different style of music that wouldn't have fit in any of those concerts yeah. whatsoever. Uh, well, she had to be orphaned and then uh, karate before oh, she could officially be a part can, of the band. Can I, I jump think. back yeah. and go talk about the computer programming contest? Where they're <laughs> in, at the UCF and they're like, hey, uh, oh. I just want to pause before we start. We uh, let's uh, we came in fourth place of uh, four teams, so let's go ahead and give ourselves a round of so, applause. Nice circle. This yeah. directly <laughs> leads me directly to the instructor of the class walking around and they're using 19, obviously 80s computers and, and and on the on the whiteboard is like to format your right. floppy disk. Yeah. Insert the disk. Type a colon format. And then he walks over. Nice circle. And it was so weird. He touches shoulders. He touches a lot all of too long. Then then you got that she is so pissed at her brother. She hates her brother. She can't stand it. She walks into his place of business, goes into his office, and they have. A pretty much normal brother-sister conversation. Mm-hmm. And then she walks out. Nothing is settled whatsoever. Uh, all the murders. All of the murders oh, with man. no fear of prosecution whatsoever. <laughs> and can I like just piggyback on yeah. that? Is the, um, the murdering G.I. Jeff off of the weird scaffolding silo right. um, mm-hmm. yard. And then like cutscene... Jim finds his dad, and then Jane shows up, and they're like, Jane's so happy about Jim's new suit, and then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry about murdering your brother. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, it's okay, I've moved past <laughs> I, I had my ten minutes in the morning, I'm fine. Yeah, it's all right, he was kind of a dick. Yeah. Anyway, so there's that, and then and then uh, 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 at the end, you've got uh, 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 John, right, mm-hmm. who is cut 
way worse than Jim. No, oh, yeah. Down his spine, oh, I'll yeah. say. And then continues to fight for five to ten minutes. <laughs> eventually Way tougher killing. than Jim. Yeah. Oh, Jim is over there. Ah! And he's just still fighting. And uh, and 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 no, dis- they're all at the hospital. Jim is being treated. John has clean clothes on. He's good. Jim's in a fucking wheelchair. Like, why does he need a wheelchair for a cut on his chest? <laughs> Damn good question. So that's what he got from Miami Connection. I mean, I was just going to that smash cut to the, the motorcycle bar. And then oh, the fact yes. that the brother comes up and it's like, hey, let's not talk business right now. Just enjoy yourself. <laughs> what was the point of all this? I've been watching this for five minutes. Like yes. trying to figure out, wait, they're going to bring these guys in? Yeah, what's up? I, I, I'm so sorry. I forgot something. Uh, the motorcycle bar was fantastic, mm-hmm. by the way. But what about the I got your nose game with your feet? Every now and then, the master would reach over and grab somebody's nose with his toes, and everybody would be like, "Hee! This is so <laughs> funny, so quirky." Also, uh, he would also feed people forcibly feed people grapes. <laughs> Just random. He's a weird fucking character, and like. I feel like we should all be as shirtless as the guys in Miami Connection with a towel over and at least one of us mid-buckle down on Uh, our jeans. That's Jim. Jim only had dramatic scenes when his pants were unzipped. Yeah. Yeah. Pants were open. He's like, I'm on my way by shower. Hold on. Gotta go check the mail. Gotta take my shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jim, you might want to button up. He's like, no, that's not how I roll. I'm free rolling. I'm 90% dong and I'm showing it off. Cut you off. I'm sorry, Seth. It's, that's basically it. That oh, was okay. my, that yeah, was my no, main good, one. Yeah, good. that I, right. I am. Um, yeah. All right, I, not, I got a lot of what the fuck. I was gonna say I just too, picked but... one for each movie. That's yeah, cool. that's fair. So what was your number one? We'll get to the we'll get to what the we'll get to our number one. What the fuck? We'll get to the number ones at the end. Yeah, I was gonna say. So I've been through the others. Let's do <laughs> let's do the room now. This this category is gonna take forever, but it's worth it. Um, Denny wants to watch them. Fuck. And they're like, kind of like, they're like, this is normal. Like, we don't want you to watch this time, but you know, maybe next time you can watch this. Fuck, Denny. Weird. Uh, Johnny fucks her belly button too. When they are those sex scenes, he is way up on her. He is closer to her nipples than her vagina. That's I've I've had sex before, and I I mean yeah, I've titty fucked, but that's not the same thing. Ryan and I love it. Good job. <laughs> Ryan, you love it. <laughs> He loves getting semen all in his chest hair. It's it's gorgeous. Um, where does her hatred for Johnny come from? It doesn't. It's oh, out of nowhere. Because he fell asleep after they made love in the first scene. Like there was like five minutes in. They're making out. They have belly button hot, steamy belly button sex. I would just like to point out that if I could have belly button sex, it should be that belly button sex. No, he is, and like we are getting a face full of Johnny ass the whole time. He he finishes so beautifully, and then rolls over to fall asleep. And in that moment, you see her want to talk to him, and she's like. Oh damn! He's asleep. Yeah, better go tell everyone. I, I hate him. him. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck his best friend now. Yeah. Ah! Um, I'll skip that one because that's that's my winner. Um, I, I talked about it earlier, but like, if Johnny's so rich, why does he wear a shitty suit and take the trolley everywhere? Like, how, he's gotta have like that sh- that suit that suit is shitty, and it's the Psst, same one the whole it's movie. It's because he's European. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> he's from he's from the Bayou. Um, so we have the Scotchka scene, right? Yeah. So. She comes in, and it, it's weird that she's already got liquor in it, right? But where does she come from? The not, door, not the kitchen. Outside. She comes from outside. She comes from outside the house, into the house, with a bottle of alcohol and glasses full of liquor. 
From outside! Probably from Mark's place. You should probably walk to Mark's. Uh, another one, uh, this is not going to take my best quote, um, but it's very out of place when she's talking to her mother, and they're having a normal conversation about Johnny, and then she just goes, I got the, results, call got the results. I definitely have <laughs> breast cancer. Yeah, she's like, Sorry. oh, you'll probably be okay. Yeah, you'll be okay. That's some, like, life-altering fucking news that your mom drops on it, you. It must not have been because they never mentioned it again. <laughs> Therefore, it must be okay. Totally fine. Yeah. Totally fine. Um, let's see. Uh, Mike and Michelle, just in general, I, What those characters have no place in this movie. They're just fucking... It's just like, we need to have two more people in a sex scene, so let's just... They're going to do it on Johnny and Lisa's couch. Uh, just every time football's brought up, just to, just to show how American Johnny is. Uh, cheap, 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 cheap. Yeah. That's I, what Johnny's never seen say. a chicken before. <laughs> it's very arrested development. Like, no one in this family's ever seen a fucking chicken. Uh, then the, like, crux of Johnny finding out that Lisa is having an affair with Mark is some random guy who's just at the party and tells him. Like, this is not a character that's been established at any point in the movie. He's just like, oh, man. And it's like, he and Johnny are best friends, but we've never seen this fucking guy before. And he's just like, ugh, I gotta tell him. You know how close Johnny and I are. We're so close that I haven't seen him this whole fucking movie. Uh, Another great line where he says, a party and you invite all my friends, you think of everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you had a party uh, and and your wife threw it, would you want her to invite all your friends? I would acknowledge that. I would acknowledge (laughs) That she thought of everything by bre- inviting all of my friends. All of them. Very thoughtful. It's so thoughtful. Normally she invites just hobos and hookers. Right. Yeah. So but one time she invited your friends, and you're like, God, I knew I married oh, you because you're so man. smart. Uh, and then uh, I'm gonna wrap up the room with uh, just the the baby plot line. Really comes out of nowhere where she's just like, I'm pregnant. I lost the baby. It comes out of nowhere just to add just this random heat onto Lisa. What about you, Doug? What's your what's your room? So stuff? You're, you're not going to mention Chris R, the drug dealer. I did. I did have Chris R on here, and that uh, just just drops out of nowhere. Uh, the fact that uh, that dude's intense. They just that dude brings it a hundred percent. Mark, yeah, probably the best actor in the in the in the, in the <laughs> whole thing. And by the way, that actor uh, also bobsledded for the Armenian team in the 2002 Olympics. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Good for him. Just a little fun fact right Fell there. Hard, team. hard the, times. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, other things. That, so you've got uh, Johnny and Mark just bring this guy to the police, and they're going to just take his word. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> this guy brought, like, this guy, drug dealer, and then, like, just let Denny off the hook. Because maybe they want him to come watch Everyone again. Everyone real mad at Denny too. <laughs> Tuck's football. Uh, Peter, the so the the psychologist, who is like, hey, hey, Peter, the psychologist. Thanks for being here. You're and such, then, a, good, you're and such then, a good psychologist. Yeah, he's like, hey, I gotta talk to you. He's like, I don't know if I want to get into your problem. And then he's like, well, just listen to me. And then he says something, and then he's like, Peter, why are you always playing the psychologist? <laughs> and Peter, I don't know why Peter didn't really like. Johnny, so yeah. no love that uh, the uh, the the three sex scenes in the first thirty minutes of the movie. That first two are repeated too. The, most of the scenes are just reused. And uh, staircase sex, staircase sex oh, on yeah. a spiral, spiral staircase. staircase. Yes. Yeah, Gary and I uh, talked about that. Oh, I thought you were going to say Gary. And no, 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 never on no, a spiral, no. just on the no, straight side. Yeah. Yeah. We're straight guys. Yeah. We're not. We're we straight, don't. not spiral. <laughs> Yeah. Gary and I had sex. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
that was that's a fun little one right there. By the way, sex on a spiral staircase yeah. would take some acrobatic skills, which I may have had when I was a teenager, uh-huh. but there's no way those people God, still have if, them. If you presented me with staircase sex, I would say thumbs up to you, bro. <laughs> Good input, Brad. Thanks, Brad, for that input. <laughs> Let's go to the doctor. Hey, that, put that on a shirt and put it in the merch shop. Let's, <laughs> let's go over to the doctor of t-shirts, Gary. <laughs> so, this What's is going to... Listen to all the details that you guys are throwing out there. I mean, I kind of feel a little like a cop-out, but... <laughs> but but I'm, I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still in the same place. The entire movie was a what-the-fuck moment for me. Yeah. I, 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 I watched the movie three times. I watched it... Uh, in a continuous beginning to end, only the one time, because I had to keep stopping it, restarting it, rewinding it, and going back to it. But it, it, it's not... <laughs> it's a bad movie, so I don't have to say it. It's not because it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. But it's just because, because it was so much crap. I couldn't unpack and process uh-huh. what was happening as I watched the movie. It was. I kept thinking I'd missed something. He would say something, or somebody would do something, and I'm like, wait, I don't, I don't understand what you're doing. And I would go back... And realize I didn't oh, miss anything. Yeah, you didn't miss it. it they just don't the, like the the writing and the storyline and the and the, the 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 lines don't make any damn sense at all. That breast cancer should come back at some point. The no. whole movie was my WTF moment. I'm gonna go with uh, tuxedo football. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It's just strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, just kind of like hey. You know, if we were sitting around this poker table wearing tuxes, just handing the ball to each other, <laughs> it's pretty much what they were doing. No, they they go out and they play a little well, bit. They, a little bit. But it's mostly space. starting with just like handing yeah. it off, and mostly and making just, chicken noises and shit. Yeah. Oh, good lord! All right, our last film is Troll Two, so we can talk about the what the fucks from Troll Two. So I've got just just no bomb being backwards and goblin like that's not like some like oh they got us so fucking good it was just like I mean did yeah, you know going in yeah I I did watching it I did yeah first time uh huh okay. I did notice because I was like Nilbog's fucking weird and then when they show the street sign where it says Nilbog all the roads in this town are named Nilbog too fucking weird but whatever uh. The, the weird just fairy tale start to this movie like really throws you off. The guy in the woods just running frolicking the, yeah, Lord Fauntleroy just dancing around and then just murdered by a witch and trolls like, or goblins, uh, which is another thing. Uh, this movie is a sequel to a movie called Troll, which isn't a great movie either. Julia Louise, uh, Louis Dreyfus. Yes, yes. In that one. Um, yeah. But it's an actual troll that lives in a basement. And in this, they were like, fuck it, we'll call it Troll 2, but they're just going to be goblins, just so we can do the no-bunk thing, because Lort isn't a good name for a town, I guess, right? Um, uh, the family is really excited to live like peasants. They and were, farmers. They, and farmers, and they're very, very excited about that. I don't quite understand why they're so fucking excited. Um, the, the, the girl tells the boyfriend... My father hates you. And he's like, well, maybe I can go on vacation. She's like, he'd love that. No, you just said he fucking hates you. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Um, The mom's favorite song, what is it? Row, 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 row your, your boat. boat. Row, Who's row, merrily, 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 merrily. Sing that song I love so much. What's it? What's I don't really feel like it, Mom. That's because you're bad at singing row, row, row your boat. So he goes to he goes to hit the kid uh, with his belt and frighten him, uh, but he just he just tightens his belt, which is real fucking weird. Um, the the classic line of 
They're eating her, and they're gonna eat me. Oh my god! And I did more acting with that than he you, did. I did that much better. You than were better. Than they should have cast you in the movie. <laughs> um, nothing like a good glass, uh, warm, warm milk on a hot day. That's what you want when he's running around and he's like, "I need something to drink." Oh, good thing I have a carton of milk with me. That's exactly what you want when you've been fucking uh, running around. Milk was a terrible choice. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> just yeah. that. I'm not. No joke. I think Will Ferrell was making a Trolls Two he reference when been. he did that. I don't know. Uh, and I, I'm gonna wrap this one up with just like she walks into the trailer with the corn and stands in a way like to be sexy as if she was going to just masturbate with the corn. And, like, that to him is like, yeah, there's nothing more than I've ever wanted to see than someone butter up a corn with her labia. That's just, uh. Wait, are uh, you saying you wouldn't want to see I don't, that? I don't, okay, I, don't I don't like corn. I don't like corn. Corn's oh, not my favorite. It's just oh, well, the corn. corn. It's just the corn. Uh, corn is the yeah. problem. So, yeah. like, a pine cone would Maybe be okay. Something I'm not going to eat a pine cone, either. If it was, like, a broccoli. banana. Broccoli. Broccoli. Broccoli's weird. Why is it, why is it broccoli? <laughs> broccoli? <laughs> I was thinking something <laughs> shaped more like the corn. Like a fried green bean. Bread. Why is it fried? It was the next natural step. I don't understand. Like a can of cat food, right? Like a peeled banana. Yeah. Julian peeled carrots. Yeah. All right, Doug. What do you got from Troll Two? That's uh, what the fuck. Uh, so the uh, so the scene where Elliot comes in to talk to the beautiful Holly Waits while she's working oh, out, of and then. Uh, they have the interchange where she hits him in the groin, and then he says, "What are you trying to turn me into a homo?" And then, and then she says, she goes into this spiel about like, if your dad knew you were up here, he'd cut off your little nuts and eat them. And I'm like, wait, what? Turn your, your dad, dad is homo. your dad is going to eat my testicles after he cuts? That's Can I go a on vacation lie. with you. Yeah, he's like. We should go on vacation <laughs> together. That was pretty. That was pretty amazing. Uh, th- there's just lots of fun stuff. The though the that that curdled milk that just oh. is not really any part of the story at all. Nope. Also, the guy who brings it to them, Don Packard, who plays the crazy storekeeper, mm-hmm. who in real life is crazy. Yes, uh, and like he took a break from a, a mental little, hospital. That guy looked Jesus real messed up. Yeah, to do the movie. Yeah, no, that's good. He's stuff. the guy that looks like a goblin without needing the, the makeup. The handing of the handing of the bag, open this contents only when when you really need it, and then he's like, okay, and then he opens up. It's a double decker bologna sandwich, <laughs> and then starts eating it, and then like everybody is afraid. Raid, the goblins. Oh, oh, yeah, no, good, good stuff. All good, the way yeah, through. good is relative. Good stuff. Yep. What about you, Gary? So uh, for me, well, obviously Nilbog. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's not what the fuck. Like what? I guess but, like, I just wasn't thinking about it. But I like, was enjoying the movie. But like, yeah. you enjoyed it. it just wasn't. <laughs> okay. yeah. For me, it wasn't what the fuck. Like what? Instead, it was what the fuck. Like why would you pick something so ridiculously uh-huh. obvious? to be like a major hook mm-hmm. in your movie it makes no sense the, the, the second thing was the, the the chainsaw scene uh, whacking off the leg on the kid and and finally <laughs> sorry and, and finally 
<laughs> it's uh, it's actually the homoerotic, like, the guys all live in the, the camper together, yeah. and then they get up, and they're all just kind of walking around in their underwear and their t-shirts and stuff. Like, yeah, we just, we're going to go get some hot chicks. We're going to get some hot chicks. In this town of 26 people. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and that, actually, they know nothing about the town. There could be two people, there could be 20, yeah. it could be 2,000, they don't have a clue, and they're going to go get some hot chicks. So, mm-hmm. those are my moments. So that's what you got from Trolls. Really, just the fact that like they have to turn them to slime to eat them. Mm-hmm. Just think yeah. It's just an extra step that it, I don't yeah. feel like needs to be there. There's try, also try to gym that like be it's, vegetarian stuff. Like, there's also they're in a forest full of plants. Yeah, <laughs> they don't need to turn the people into plants to eat, eat plants. The fucking, yeah, yeah. Plants. That's really it. It's just eat they that want corn. To. Eat that corn that you're trying to shove up your snatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have a definitive winner, and it's it's an entire scene. Uh, from the movie The Room, and I, I just I just want to play it um, out loud. And this is in real time how this scene um, actually goes, oh. where, where Johnny is pulling up to a flower shop. I'll narrate a little bit. So uh, he's getting out of his car and slowly walking in. He is slowly walking in. Hi. Can I help you? Yeah. Can I have a dozen red roses, please? Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> yeah, because everyone know. looks like this guy. That's so. me. How much is it? It'll be $18. Go, keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. My favorite Bye. customer. Bye. Scene over. He bought a dozen roses in like 15 seconds. That's really impressive. And there's a dog on the counter for some reason. All the lines are going just a mile a minute. Hi, Johnny. I didn't realize it was you. I, I would like a dozen roses. I didn't That's $18. See it with you. My God, it goes so fast and is so insane. It's it's a scene that in most movies would take like five minutes, you know, two, two three minutes at the most. 45 seconds, and that's and most of that is him getting out of the car and coming into the store. But I'm so drunk, I understand it. Yeah, you should. It's very understandable. So I'm 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 gonna have to go with uh, popcorn from Troll Two. Yeah, like it really is a fantastic scene that just doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's just beautiful. It is a pretty cool effect how they get the popcorn to start yeah, shooting everywhere. Yeah, gotta give him that. I'm going to the Got Your Nose game from Miami Connection. I mentioned it earlier, but I, I, he played that game a minimum of three times during Absolutely. that movie. It was ridiculous. Why are people letting him grab their nose with his feet? Uh, I, even with his hands, I'd be like, yeah, stop, you're a fucking grown man. Get away from me. Once, during a concert, he did it <laughs> and to a uh, gym. Uh-huh. And afterwards, Jim, the smile on his face kind of... Wipes off his nose and wipes his hand on his shirt. <laughs> and I thought, yes, that's an authentic reaction. Yeah, that's a good time to wear a shirt for Jim. Mine's also just the, uh, I mentioned earlier, the uh, turning people to liquid to have to consume them. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. or maybe a, uh, a thick liquid, I guess. Yeah, yeah to have to consume a, them. It's a when you have thing. canines, like you have sharp teeth yeah. and spears, like... I don't get it. it well, it's, they're trying to push vegetarianism. I guess. Clearly. I got you. Which yeah. is the idea. Like, yeah. everything is, you know, vegetarianism. Yeah. But, like, it's a weird, like, it's a weird fucking way to get around trying to talk about vegetarianism. I, yep. Yeah. It doesn't have to make sense, and it clearly doesn't. Kyle, what you got? <laughs> Up next, uh, we got best score or soundtrack. <laughs> and uh, I am, I'm going to go hands down Miami Connection with this. I mean, you get full songs. You get Friends. You know, which is a beautiful Friends song. Friends forever will be together. To win. Loyal to friends forever. Eternity loyalty. Okay, uh, Doug. Uh, I also go Dragon Sound, Miami Connection. It's just so catchy. 
gets in the head. And also I like the fact that they forecast every motion of the movie before it happens. Oh, like absolutely. Dragon Sound just happens to have a song about against the ninja uh-huh. that we're going to beat them in this evil final finish this evil war. They, they haven't met the ninjas yet. No. How do they have a song about that? They they also they Breakers by day, ninjas by <laughs> right. day. Steal all your cocaine. Very specific. Yes. Before yeah. they met them. Before they met and them. Doug, dude. Can I can I step in here for just a second? Just because I, I remember talking about Miami Connection and realizing it was an epiphany at the time. What you just said is that if you're confused about the movie, listen to the lyrics of the song. It's it's not just a song. It's exposition. Mm-hmm. It explains everything you need to know before it's, the movie starts. It's an Edgar Wright script, and we didn't even it's, know it. Yeah, <laughs> very important. Just anyone that's going to watch it, listen to those lyrics. Put on the subtitles. You'll actually understand the movie. And, and I am going to piss in the corner while Gary tells you. Well, actually, I'm just going to back up what they said. I think, hands down, Miami Connection yeah, is yeah. Uh, the soundtrack. I don't know how you could... I mean, you could pick others, but... I'm going to yeah. piss in the corner. Yeah, there's not, there's not, yeah. Okay. There's not, there's not a whole lot to the other ones. Seth? Dragon Sound. Of course it's yeah. goddamn Dragon yeah. Sound. That's an easy category. It's, that was, like, the hands down the easiest yeah. category. It's, like, there's a, they're a band that doesn't look like they would play any of the songs that they're playing either. Like, it's just, like, you would think they would be, like, that crappy 80s rock, but this is, like, super, like, happy. Just, like, we're friends. For, eh, and, like, it's not happy playing. 80s rock. Always. Weird. All right, guys, up next we have Best Quote, all right? These movies are full of really fucking stupid things that get said. Um, my runner for me is from Troll 2, where he yells at his son, You don't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it! I won't allow it! And then he tightens his belt, because <laughs> that, that's what makes sense. Isn't that one on the um, ceiling? Uh, I think, I thought it was... Uh, no no August Goblin spell yeah, that's what we got. I, I thought it was here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another runner-up for me, I'm going I'm to do the whole spiel here. But it's uh, Jim talking about the letter. Unless unless it's somebody's winner, then I won't I won't ruin it. But um, when he says, "My mother was Korean, and my father was Black American, and she gave me this picture when she was real sick, and I was only nine years old, and they say that they, they loved each other and they were real loyal, and they were really happy." But then then he finished military duty and he left, and whenever I saw him again, she told me to find him, but, but I didn't like him because he left us. But I knew one day when I grew up, I'd find him, whether he was dead or alive. Send a couple of letters to the Defense Department and nothing happened. It's just a very dramatic and beautiful scene. I would just like to point out that not only was that the scene that I talked about earlier, uh-huh. however, 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 that's the longest single line <laughs> it's sentence. It's so in the entire long. movie. Uh-huh, Everything absolutely. else is between two to five words. Uh-huh. And usually, you bastard or screw you yeah, or whatever. Jim! 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 Um, but my real winner is coming from The Room. And it is the beautiful, dramatic line of, You're tearing me apart, Lisa! Because, yeah, she tore him apart. And he, he put so much into that line. Lines aren't always beautiful on the page. Sometimes it's the performance that ever brings them out. And it's it's Tommy Wiseau giving his all there that really makes that work. Doug, yourself? For me, Top Down Troll 2 is the most quotable movie mm-hmm. of, of the movies that we're talking about. There's good quotes, and Tearing Me Apart is fun, and Oh, hi, doggy. Oh, oh hi, hi, Mark. Uh, that there's fun. Hi, there's Mark. a couple of fun things from Miami Connection, or like, you're orphans. Like, I didn't know you had a father, <laughs> or you son of a bitch, oh, from my favorite orphans. old rock band leader. Um, <laughs> but Troll 2, just, I, I love it, and Pissing on Hospitality is my runner-up. But then, to shout out to... Darren Ewing on the line. <laughs> the they're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh, oh my, my god. god! 
That's uh, I love it. It's beautiful. I love it. And he has a fly on his head <laughs> that they didn't. They were like, no, we're uh, keeping we that can't. take. <laughs> we get one take. We go. So I had three, but but I'm uh, a favorite. Sure. But I'll start with honorable mention is uh, Nilbog. It's goblin spelled, spelled backwards. backwards. Yeah, that that's absolute from Troll Two. Uh, second runner up, actually no, that was second runner up. I apologize. Yeah. Honorable mention is anyway. How's your sex life? Just <laughs> randomly in the middle of a sentence. Uh, he was talking about something else, and then that, and I don't even think there was much of an answer. No, but they just uh, continue the conversation like but, nothing happens. Uh, my number one was actually, oh my god, because it was in all three movies. Yes, it was in all three movies in multiple times. Especially there was a lot of it in uh, in Miami Connection, mm-hmm. uh, and there was a few of those in the room, and of course the famous one from Troll Two. So you're giving all these movies one point for saying, oh my god, <sighs> I, or are you giving? I don't want to tie them. I think actually. Okay, I don't want to give a tie. So the reality is, I will give it to Troll Two. Okay, because the of the delivery. delivery. Yeah, exactly. the delivery. That's fair. The other ones were just sort of bypassed. Sure. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did, I did not, not hit her. Oh, oh hi, Mark. Mark. Oh, Mark. <laughs> Pantheon. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. And it only a, took 127 takes. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a ridiculous amount of takes as well. Um, guys, those quotes have to come from somewhere, and they come from the screenplays. So what to you is the best screenplay? I know for me, I think the most competent movie, okay, this, this is, it's hard to say, but I think the one, if you're trying to explain the plot of the movie to someone, Troll 2 would be the easiest to explain, right? You could say, oh yeah, family goes to a town, uh, they get attacked by trolls, uh, and the kid has to save them. You, you can't do this with the other movies. Explain what's going on in a few sentences. Uh, so for that reason alone, I think I think I don't think Troll Two is a bad script. I think it's just really fucking poorly acted and directed, and that's what makes it so terrible. But I don't think the script is like terrible. It's not great. It's not fucking Citizen Kane, but it's you know passable B horror movie. So just to qualify what you're saying, you're saying that if another director was to pick up the script of mm-hmm. Troll Two today, Same. remake the movie verbatim, absolutely verbatim. No, no variations except special effects or whatever the heck they need to Cut do. Cut off your little nuts and eat them. <laughs> All of it. Hey, I'm not saying it's a masterpiece. I'm no, saying... It could be a, it'd still be a, a good movie, but not a be, good, bad movie. It'd be better. Yeah. It would, it, would be, it would be something you consider better, but probably not more enjoyable to watch. I got it. Yeah. So I go with, uh, I, I go with Troll 2. Yes. Uh, again, because like, I said it's most quotable, but I also... I just adore... The ridiculousness of the screenplay, but it, it like you were saying, it is it, like it's sensible in the sense of like you can, you can kind of try to explain it. It's madness. Mm-hmm. Rosella Drudy wrote it. Uh, the, I think that's how you say it. Like who wanted to like write this weird thing about vegetarianism and make the the vampires sure. into like vegetarians and make them goblins. The uh, but but. That there's a thread through it, and I, I just I think it's madness, but beautiful madness. Sure. Yeah, for me, just looking purely analytical, like uh-huh. if I was just to break it down and say which of these had a story arc with a plot, beginning, a middle, and an end, and you know a resolution, even though it was a little bit of a cliffhanger resolution, Troll Two. I don't cool. think there's any question. Clean sweep. Troll two. I predicted that. Really? I thought you would say the same thing. Really? Why yeah. is that? Just because as a storyteller yourself, yeah. you would appreciate that it had a story. And to prove it, he wrote it on his stomach. 
Nope, he didn't. Uh, that's just a shirt. Yeah, oh, okay, no. I thought you were going to do a magic trick there. I've been watching a lot of Penn and Teller lately. Um, all right, next up we have our best you know, special achievement. So this is kind of a, a broad category where it can be something, you know, like social commentary or it could be just cinematography, something simple. And I went uh, for the best viewing party double feature. So basically all of these movies have had something, another piece of art made based on the art there. So, uh, with Miami Connection, Vice did a, a half-hour documentary called Taekwondo Rockers vs. Cocaine Ninjas, The Story of Miami Connection. Yep. Uh, the Room obviously had an Academy Award-nominated film, The Disaster Artist, and then Troll 2 had an amazing documentary called Best Worst Movie, mm-hmm. right? So, if I'm going to watch one of these other pieces of art, I think the best one to me is The Disaster Artist. I think it's, it's something that, so I'm giving it to The Room, I think it's something that enhances uh, the piece that you're watching, like, so I think if you watch a disaster artist, you have more respect for the room in a weird way. And I think if you've seen the room, it makes a disaster artist even better. Cause I, when I saw the disaster artist in theater, I knew there were people there that had never seen the room and they just thought it was just some weird movie. And then the end credits come up and they're showing scenes side by side and they're like, what the fuck is like, this was an actual movie. Like someone made, like, I have to go watch this, you know? And I, I think you could probably say that about Best Worst Movie. If you saw that before you saw Troll 2, you'd be like, okay, now I want to go see Troll 2. I don't think you need to do it so much with the, the Miami Connection one as much. But I think if you watch The Disaster Artist, you're definitely going to go and watch The Room. Yeah, and I, so to, like, I would say everything that you said, but I would say Best Worst Movie and Troll 2 together as a combo. Sure. Uh, like, that they they create a, a more complete package for me, okay. uh, and that's how I got into Troll Two the first time. Is that I saw Best Worst Movie first, Same here. and then I was like, I have to find this mm-hmm. movie, and I, I found it in Troll Two. It was amazing. But uh, so for my my uh, my Best Worst Special Achievement, I, I wrote down Troll Two, and I wrote literally everything about the goblins. <laughs> <laughs> That that is the special achievement. Uh-huh. It's literally everything about the goblins. It's the 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 horrible uh, the the burlap sack and the masks that they didn't have enough money to uh-huh. spend on more than one articulated uh-huh. mouth. It's weird because some of those masks look that, pretty good. That they and some of them are like that they god-awful. that they they feed this they feed the people this weird pistachio pudding, uh, weird stuff. It, it's just like everything about them. Is just magical, you know, in the best worst way for me. So, that's it. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, anybody who knows me would probably predict half of this, but Taekwondo. <laughs> no, I mean you maybe no. Best worst special achievement for me was the fact that they took so much time to highlight the variety of biker chick biker chick breasts in Orlando. It was a five minute scene of every kind of breast you would imagine. Biker chick breasts uh-huh. you would imagine. I was all into that. I watched that scene 15 times. Not because of the boobs, but I was just like, oh, let's start categorizing. There's oranges. There's watermelons. There's droopy. I don't know what that is. There's yeah. burlap sacks. And, and we are led to believe, like, it, like I, I watched it several times, and then I was like, we're going to, I think that we're being led to believe that all of those bikers are actually also ninjas. And I was like, some no of these ninjas don't seem like they have been training as, as much as the other ones. Some of them seem a little out of shape. I feel like those were all friends of the director that wanted to be in it. Uh-huh. They were I'm, paid with beer. I'm convinced that they went to a biker bar, and maybe this is something Doug told me already, but I'm convinced they went to a biker bar, paid all actual bikers and, mm-hmm. and, and all of their gang that hung around them, all their hangers runners, to shoot that scene. They probably, I'll bet they shot three hours there. 
and they just clipped Took out the best parts for that five minutes. And all of a sudden, the girls are you know whipping their shirts up. Hey, as long as they'll sign the waiver, yeah. we can decide whether to put it in. But there was so much. That's the mm-hmm. biggest group for no damn reason. In the credits, bikers, bikers, <laughs> including Crazy Legs and Crazy Eyes. Yeah, Crazy. There's two <laughs> guys in the ba- in the biker group. Uh, I thought Crazy Eyes might have been the girl have with a the prefix really of crazy. <laughs> Although I'm out of the conversation, I want to say hashtag titties matter. Okay. I, I like it. Okay. So, what about you? What's your special achievement? I'm going to go with the Miami Connection, just the fact that it got made. Like, this is <laughs> like a dude's pipe dream, and he was, like, willing to put, like, he put his dojo on the line, and yeah. he, yeah, and I, I don't know, I just have a special place in that, because, I mean, I've done that before, where I was just like, you know, I'm just going to keep throwing money at this, this, this dream, and I hope that this works, and it, it did work out. I did get my money back, barely, but, barely, uh, yes. but yeah, so, I mean, I can just respect that, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to, to the Miami, Miami Connection, just the fact that it got made. Awesome. You know, mm-hmm. he not only put his school on the line, mm-hmm. he actually continued to do well for decades after that. Mm-hmm. Sure he did. His, his school had no, no problems. negative repercussions <laughs> yeah. to that event. So, All right, guys. He's, we're going to hit our two acting categories. First, we're going to talk about best supporting actor. Um, and, man, there's not a lot of good acting <laughs> on either ends of these. But I think the person who gives one of the most earnest performances... It's Vincent Hirsch as John in in Miami Connection. Uh, he's he's not listed as the lead, but his character I feel is the lead of this movie. The Michael Phelps looking dude. I don't understand because like, YK Kim gets the lead, but he's like barely and it doesn't have a whole lot of lines. But like John, at least seems like he's he's trying, but without overacting or anything. I think he's he's there and he's he's doing his part and he's 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 being what they expected out of that character. He's not great. But he's not terrible. I just can't believe that Jane is dating him because he's a second-rate musician. <laughs> <laughs> he is a second-rate musician. He just but... really cares about her schooling. Yeah, and you, get, you give it up to, like he's not a real musician, but he's attempting to try to play music, and he's definitely not a martial artist. But they're trying to make it look like he can do some stuff. So yeah, I mean, go, go him. What about you, Doctor Dud? All right. So uh, for me, best worst supporting Jim. Yeah, Jim, so, like the uh, right. just. Well, Lo- yeah, no, like all oh, those black Americans. He is the heart and soul of the one subplot. <laughs> he is a subplot for Miami Connection. Like, uh, and, and uh, he is not a good fighter. Oh no, no, no definitely no. not. Yeah. Or musician. No. He should never or be an actor. No. <laughs> or, yeah, he is. He was cannon fodder in that fight, straight he up. Was. He oh. was, he was the, the one hiding in the barrel, the, right? But he like they, pops out of the barrel yeah, and hits. No, he yeah. doesn't knock him down. He, yeah. he, He's still in the he barrel. Goes, he jumps out of the barrel to hit my favorite old rock band leader, <laughs> carrying his MF bayonet at the yeah. time right yeah. there. Uh, but, uh, but the characters love Jim so much that they are willing to die for him. No, no, no. Even more than that, to pool their money together. How much money do you have in the bank? Like 200, 60, 50. They only have $310 (laughs) between them, and they buy a suit, and then Jim ruins it. Wait, Uh, by getting sliced by a ninja. (laughs) Not only do they ruin it, but after he slices in the abdomen, they drag him through filthy, nasty water. You have a cut. cut. Let me drag you through a fetid swamp. It looks like a Now you're going to die. For sure, we got thirty dollars left for this world tour. Backyard now. swamp. <laughs> yeah. All right, Gary, what you got? 
Uh, I'm going straight up with Troll Two, Grandpa Seth, Robert. Ooh, yeah, I think he was oh, yeah. uh, best best supporting, right? The best worst supporting actor, even though he does uh, accidentally appear in the young lady's mirror once. He apologized. <laughs> he did apologize because he didn't know the layout of the house. Because yeah. he didn't know, although he was already in the boys' mirror earlier. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Well, set that aside. You know, ghosts can't determine yeah. where they're going. I, I totally go with Grandpa Seth. Nice. I'm gonna second that with Grandpa Seth. Nice. Um, I mean, the dude sounds like. I honestly, like, if you close your eyes and just listen to him, he sounds like he belongs in, like, an old version of Lord of the Rings or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, with what little he had to work with, I thought he did fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to go with Grandpa Seth. Yeah. yeah. it's good stuff. And, by the way, last night, Impulse Buy, I bought the book that he was reading to Joshua. Oh, really? <laughs> Davy and the Goblin. <laughs> yeah, I see. <laughs> Illustrated by uh, Greg Hildenbrandt. So, I was like, gotcha. I was on Amazon, I was like... Yep, no, I'm buying that. Oh, ten dollars for me. That is, uh, <laughs> this is in my life now. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh boy, I hope you don't end up in some weird wormhole yeah. of goblins. All right, but those supporters have to maintain this awesomeness to to give our lead something to work off of. And my my favorite lead is hands down Tommy Wiseau as Johnny, and and here's why. It's not a good performance, obviously, um, but the man is certainly giving his all. He's not he's not phoning anything in. He is giving a hundred percent in every scene he's in. This is this is a hundred percent everything he's wanted out of this movie. He he's he's he'll go to links to do over a hundred takes of a scene until he gets it right because he wants that scene as perfect as he can make it. And it comes out, you know, you know, oh hi Mark, and it's perfect. He's get, he's getting through a language barrier. You know, he wrote this script, so he understands the labor of love that's going into it. That's a question. He, Did he write it in English? Because I don't think so. I don't. I, yeah. uh, mm. Guess is as good as mine. I don't, I don't know what he did. But uh, I, uh, really, it's, you know, uh, I, I can't give it to YK Kim. That is just fucking terrible. And, uh, you know, uh, who's the leading troll? Is it the kids? The dad? They're both kind of, you know, up there. Not really great performances. I feel like they're kind of phoning in. They're not really giving much. But Tommy Wiseau fucking kills it. All right, Kyle. Uh, I completely disagree with you again on everything. Cause, uh, You're a I've, hater! I've come to hate you at my okay. core. I've just right. met you tonight. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go yeah, with The Room and Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> no, for fair. me, That's for fair. me, for me, down my down my list, it ended up being like a two horse race for me, mm-hmm. uh, a lot between Troll Two and Miami Connection, but. Uh, I, I I had to give props to Tommy Wiseau and Johnny in the room that it was just like it was iconically bad. He's the reason this is a good bad. Yeah, movie. L- yeah. So like like I, there was a lot of things in here. Where I was like, well, I didn't really want to go with the room, but uh, definitely for the lead, like he is the central you're, you're, reason. You're glued to the screen when he's like, on. He's the reason. The other this movies is you can so tune bad. out every once in a while, but like if yeah. Tommy Wiseau is on screen, you're like, yeah, I gotta yeah. pay attention real fucking close yeah. to what's about to happen because yeah, I don't yeah. know what's about to happen. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm gonna make it three for three. I yeah. think it's Johnny uh, for all the reasons you already said. Yep. I'm going to go with Joshua. Whoa! <laughs> wow! So, yeah. Joshua! Yeah, exactly. Just because he's an annoying little kid. And, just, uh, <laughs> and lets his mom die. Silly. <laughs> Silly Billy. Let exactly. his mom die? Yeah. Eating bologna sandwiches. Forget that. So dumb. <laughs> She's right in front of him, eating an apple, going, this is amazing. Exactly. She's eating great. an apple from a plate of apples that uh-huh. is the only food in the house now that mm-hmm. these monsters from the town that she was in 
And it's in the fridge. What it's is more fridge. monstrous <laughs> than having a plate Wait. of red delicious apples in the fridge? That's demon stuff right there. They come yeah. home da Vinci to their stuff. home. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, oh, there's no food. The Whoever was supposed to live in their house had been in there while yeah. they were gone. They stayed in the town. And she opens the fridge. The only thing in the entire house is a bowl of apples in the fridge. And they all look perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at that going, no, why the heck would you eat that? No. Yeah. yeah, you would think you'd think the you'd be trying right to force fed you know all this like vegetarian stuff to make you into vegetables. You think you would just be like, nah, we're fucking eating bacon for like six years. The kid is right there looking at her, going, "Yeah, I'm gonna go take a nap." <laughs> yeah, fuck that apple. <laughs> oh, thanks, so mom. Peace out. All right, guys. All these movies are full of fucking insane scenes, but which one is your favorite? All right, for for me, it got my what the fuck. And that's what this this marathon is. This whole this whole versus is like weird fucking shit. So I'm going with the buying roses scene from the room. It's it's a scene that it's quick, but there's so much information going down in it, and I can watch that scene over and over and over and over and over again, and just fucking laugh my ass off every fucking time. It is so breakneck speed stupid. <laughs> it is so fucking wonderful. All the way down to, no, hi, doggy, and then just fucking leave it. Just hightailing it out. Fucking gorgeous. Douglas? Uh, so, for me, uh, I'm going to go with... I, I You know what? I had written down Jim's letter oh. as, as my favorite, because that is just... That's, that's dramatic. Yes, right but, there. Um, but this doesn't change my vote. For which movie? I'm going to stick with Miami Connection, and I'm changing what I wrote here Ooh. to go with old rock band leader talking <laughs> to the other manager of the inexplicable fight yes. about why we got fired from this job that starts at 15 and stays at 15, and then he gets his butt kicked, <laughs> and I love it. So like, I'm staying Miami Connection on this one. So I'm going straight to the roof in the room. Ooh. I don't have very many votes for the room in my uh-huh. stack, and it's not that I hated the movie. It's just comparing the three together uh-huh. what that scene the the drug buying scene or the no. one where they're talking the when he walks out with water bottles like <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey mark oh hi mark oh hi mark, <laughs> oh, hi, mark. i'm gonna go with troll too uh they're eating him and next you're gonna cause you know she crawls they're up the, her, and then they're gonna eat me, me. Oh, oh my god. god just the fact that you know she went up the stairs turn the liquid he can't see her anymore like perspective like he doesn't know what's going and then it's just like oh okay I guess that you know makes a whole lot of sense yeah yeah uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> alright guys yeah. we have the fighting moment up now the fighting moment at least to me anyways is that one thing that stuck out from those verses like when you go I'm thinking about these bad movies what's the first thing that pops into your head and for me it's Jim's letter yeah it's a it's a great scene it's fucking just it's weird it's hilarious. Which, which let just to clarify? Oh, when, when which she, letter? The when, first one when he reveals his story, or the one where they found his dad? When he reveals the story. Okay, good. Yes, uh, the very dramatic. My father's black. <laughs> oh my god! It's it's insane. Like it comes out of nowhere, and like you're like this is like really the first time Jim gets to say anything in the whole movie, and you're like, oh now now we're getting a dramatic scene out of a guy we have no emotional connection to whatsoever, and it's supposed to be an emotional thing. It's it's. It's very weird, and like the guy is the guy's trying. The guy's trying really hard to pull off this scene, and it, it, it's it's hilarious. It's the most standout point uh, of Miami connection to me. Uh, for me, it's Troll Two with pissing on hospitality. Yeah, uh, the pissing like the whole scene beginning and end with piss, like the 
I need to stop them piss on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, with so it's got Grandpa Seth and his his changing weird powers. He can stop time. Mm-hmm. The kid is now gonna piss on the mm-hmm. table. It's got the weird food. It's got the no special effects freeze frame where everyone is just oh, God. holding still. still and then it leads sort up to still. they're moving. And then it leads up to <laughs> this. His powers only work for so long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it leads up to the father's just culminating. You see this writing? You know what this means? <laughs> this means hospitality. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. He's like, Daddy, what are you going to do to me? Tighten. Don't hit him. And he's like, I'm tightening my bug belt so I don't feel hunger pains. We're <laughs> like, now I challenge you to a hunger off. We're like, oh. this, this, there's just like everything. It got dark. Yeah. No, it's, it yeah, dark. it's good. But that for me, that like crystallizes the, mo- the movie. Absolutely wonderful. For me, I'm going to start by piling on to Jim's letter, yeah, yeah. I Gotta Find My Father. However, the reason why I'm calling it my defining moment is they go through that and everybody's like, no, tell us, Jim, well, you gotta share. So he finally tells his story, immediately followed by a homoerotic beach scene. Yep. <laughs> there was no transition, yeah. really. No. Nope. Uh, other than you mentioned, yep. they all jump in the convertible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it was, uh, that for me was like, yeah, I'm watching the rest of this movie. Oh, yeah. Nice. <clears throat> I did not hit her. <laughs> it's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Every time. <laughs> I mean, that... it's they made a whole trailer about it for the disaster artist. Yeah. That one moment. And so I just, I feel like that nothing, like these other movies are bad, but like that moment has that like, that staying power uh-huh. and everything. So, yeah. And they, they literally filmed that like over a hundred times. Yeah. And like, you have to think that's the best take they could get. Yeah. That's the best take they could get. He insisted on delivering the lines in those ways, even though he was being told to deliver them differently. Uh-huh. He he just insisted that's his the way movie. it was going to be. His done. vision. Yeah, it's oh, his vision. Geez. Yep. All right. So now we have best director. Now this this one was really tough to me. And I know I ragged on it and and shit on it earlier. Uh, that the directing in Troll 2 is just fucking terrible, and this movie could be better with a better director. But I do think there are some things in Troll 2 that are directed well. Definitely not the actors. But I think some of the makeup doesn't look that terrible. Some of the special effects are, are actually kind of good. I think it's it's edited in a sensible sort of way, right? Like, it, there's no, like, super hard weird jump cuts like in The Room or in Miami Connection. I, I think it's, you know, awful, but... Out of these three, I think it, it handled itself the best. So I'm going to stroll too. Uh, so for me, I'm going to go with Drake Floyd, which is the gnome de plume of Claudio Fragasi <laughs> <laughs> of Troll Two. Uh-huh. Yeah, the uh, the there were the, each of these movies is a hard runner is like a big runner up for this uh-huh. this category. Like Tommy Wiseau or, or either Park or Kim, depending on how you're talking about. This, but uh, Fragasi made all the decisions, and he makes movies. So like he knew what he was doing, and yet still came out with this. And then coupling on top of this, knowing his reactions, like having seen some of the documentaries after, uh, where the actors are ragging on the movie of like uh, of making fun of his choices, and then he got escorted out of the building. <laughs> Because he was heckling the actors, saying, you don't know anything! This was a great movie! You were terrible! Like, yeah, no, just 
everything about that, I'm going to go in with uh, Drake Floyd. Because even why so and why can Kim have kind of like been like, Claudio yeah, they're, they're maybe not the best movies. No, he's like, no, it's a fucking piece yeah. of art. Yeah. I'm with Claudio Fergasso. I think not only did he do a movie that had, as I said before, a complete story arc, he knew what he was doing in making a movie. He made some bad choices in the actors, all of them, in the lines, <laughs> yeah. most of it. And in the the horrible choices on special effects, I don't know what he spent his money on, but it wasn't costumes. But I still think he was the best director. And yes. with one legitimate jump scene in that movie where the troll jumps out of the mirror and smashes the mirror, that's, pretty, yeah. that's a legitimate like, jump yeah. scare. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a good show, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Miami Connection. Whoa! I feel like okay. it shot the best. And like, like, just looking at it, and I guess I took that as like... Uh, you know, which movie looked the prettiest, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, category, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I guess that's how I took the directorial, like, category or whatever. But yeah, that's just that, uh, I mean, the beginning I felt like was a little dark, but other than that, I'm like, well, the car squared up on the beach. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That, uh, <laughs> that, uh, those yeah, butts yeah. are in focus. It's like, you know what I mean? The, uh, well, when the biker know? chicks were in the scene, their yeah. boobs were in I mean, dead it's, center. It's well, yeah, Everybody's yeah. in focus. It's good. It's yeah. great. So, yeah, there you go. They, they trailed connection. the people running on top of the train. Yeah, well. they did fine. Yeah, I was going to say, the action was okay. That Even chose the scene with the... I liked the scaffolding si- yeah. silo thing yeah. as well. So I was going to say, we got that crazy neck shot yeah. or almost yeah. decapitation. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to go with that. All right, guys, now we have our wild card. So this is anything that you wanted to make up. Uh, it could just be a freebie point for a movie that you really like over the other ones, or you could pick a category and then just kind of throw it at it. And so for me, I call this one my Bang for Your Buck Award. Now, all these movies had pretty low-scale budgets. Uh, you guys want to guess which movie had the highest budget out of all these? Troll 2. Troll 2. The Room. The room had the highest. That's six million dollars. It was six million, one million, and two hundred thousand. Troll Two had two hundred thousand dollar budget. But does does that include his advertising budget? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I just know that he did dump a crap ton of money on advertising for no the reason. Whole, the whole the whole Bill. production cost yeah, two hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is gonna get my award. Troll Two. They made a movie on two hundred thousand dollars, which not a great movie, but definitely made its its money back. You know, in the long run, which is kind of what you want out of a movie, right? Uh, it's the, the effects aren't absolutely you know terrible in this. Like, I don't know where the fucking money went, but hey, it happened. So two hundred thousand dollars, troll two, give it to that. So uh, so for my wild card category, I I wrote this as uh, let me see how how I put this bizarre plot decisions to support the point of the movie. Oh okay, That's a so long like. <laughs> Like we so had like like for all of them they all had some sort of like we so is like talking about like betrayal in this harsh world like betrayal like good goodness is not rewarded for and there's betrayal and then you've got vegetarianism in Troll Two and you've yeah. got um, peace through murdering <laughs> in Miami Connection uh, but I, I I ultimately went with the bizarrest decision. To support a movie's point of view was Troll 2 of saying, we want to support vegetarianism by promoting goblins who are going to turn humans into vegetables that we're going to eat as a promotion of vegetarianism. So uh, I read that and then I read a different story that contradicted it in an interesting way. And it's actually my category, 
which is best worst reason to make a movie. Oh. And that was to give your wife an outlet to bitch about her vegetarian <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was not saying we should be vegetarians. She was saying, or sure, they were saying, I'm yes. complaining about all the yeah. GD vegetarians uh, in the world. Yeah, I stand corrected. Yeah, she was at a dinner party or had some friends who were vegetarians. But yes, still, I stand out yes. by... Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the movie almost comes out like it's supporting vegetarianism. Almost. But they're also the bad guys. They're so the it's bad like guys. Very, it's very, yeah, it's every, very conflicting. So as I said, best, worst reason to make a movie, to give your wife a way to bitch about what she doesn't want to like, what she doesn't like. Nice. Best alternative to joining the Peace Corps, start a super band. <laughs> and we'll visit everybody's country. Yeah. And then we're going to promote peace through that. Yeah. And visit the local taekwondo school. Exactly. <laughs> and apparently and kill for all the bad guys all in ninjas. those countries when we get all there. All ninjas are dead. Anybody who fights us. Yes. I would love to see everyone in the room start bands. <laughs> That's some Fleetwood Mac shit. Everyone's fucking everybody. A sequel to Miami Connection would be Global Connection when oh, they're just yeah. going around the world Absolutely. slaughtering ninja bands left and right. If it's only a musical, then I'm down. Gary, <laughs> would you make a sequel to Miami I'd Connection? Be a horrible we, filmmaker to make that sequel. We combine all of them. So they're on they're a global. Like so Dragon Sounds on its global tour. That they've run afoul of Lisa, who started dating one of the people, like Jim. their own Definitely Yoko Jim. Ono. She's dating Jim. And then they run into goblins across the right. yeah. I like the idea that it, it, it all takes place on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Rather. And the movie is titled The, the Plane. plane. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Oh, yeah. they have to go to Nilbog. Bring in some sort of like hard ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> Nilbog exactly. Airlines. Some birdemic stuff. Exactly. Yeah, Could you no. imagine the fight scenes on a plane? Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the members of the band. Is a is a goblin and he's like, well, we got to go to my hometown of Nobog and we have to play. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna fight all the the goblins. Yeah. All right, guys. And this is a weird category, but it's worst picture, right? So we're gonna talk about the worst movie out of all of these. Um, and for me, it's it's Miami Connection. I I had the least amount of fun watching Miami Connection. I think there's a lot of parts that like are just kind of like boring, like like not even like the most fun kind of like stuff. I think it's it's hard to explain because all these movies are bad, but like this is the one I you was didn't least, have any fun with. I didn't have as much fun with it, and they, they I think they like tried to have scenes in it that were fun, and they just they just weren't. I, I don't really care that much for Miami Connection. So, so just to be clear, when you're thinking about the category, are you thinking worst movie or best worst? See, movie? I'm thinking like if I had all three of these movies in front of me, which is the which best is the one of the worst, which movies. is the one I wouldn't want to watch. So, you, you're saying the category is worst, worst movie. Worst, worst movie. Fair, fair enough. Worst, um, best, worst movie. Okay. This is not a... So <laughs> no, worst, worst. For me, huh. the best, worst is I want to watch the movie oh. despite its horribleness. Okay. So, I just wanted to clarify how well, you were the, Whatever this is, is going to, to lose a point. So, you want to you wanna give something that's... So, add a, a <coughs> add a category, minus one, pick the movie you won't watch. Oh, so this is minus one for the sure. one that... The worst. Yes. The Room. The Room, okay. Yeah, is The Room because, like, after watching all three of them, for me, The Room was just the most challenging. Like, it, like I just did not have fun. Like, I know I know the f- parts that I'm supposed to have fun, but it was like I had fun at, like, five different parts in the movie where, for me, Miami Connection, I just, I was entranced the whole time, and if I wasn't, I was just singing Dragon Sound songs. <laughs> <laughs> and Troll 2 is just captivating from top to bottom. Uh, but the room, like, was like, hey, 
we've got a, a soap opera, like a telenovela, but we want to make a whole 90-minute movie out of it. But make it also incoherent. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> then I was like, no. Yeah. Well, the room is your worst. What about you, Gary? So I, I would also say the room, but but the reason why I would say the room has less to do with the bad writing, the bad acting, the hor- the nonsensical storyline. They all had elements of that, mm-hmm. and that's that's fine. Yeah. But it's because I struggled to watch it. I just mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Now I'm aware that if I was in a movie theater with a bunch of people who were like roomites, right, and yeah, I mean, they're freaking out, I would have yeah. a great time. But I had the same freaking time at Rocky Horror. But I wouldn't sit and watch it at home because it's no fun by myself. I was gonna say, it's, it's got like a Rocky Horror Picture Show quality out in L.A. They have showings every Absolutely. night. And, spoons and, and if footballs. I was if I was on a conference or traveling and I heard that there was a room showing and it was going to be one of these like. I would absolutely go, and I would have a blast, and I would do all the things, but nah. And that was one of the weirdnesses of what we were doing with this podcast, is that we were all watching the movie separately. And <laughs> yeah. these, these movies lend themselves to watching, wa- being watched in a group, so everybody can be like, what is going on? And <laughs> laughing together. So Yeah. What about you, Seth? Room. The room? Yeah, not enough happens in it. It's a lot of just sitting around. It's a lot of just... I think I'm left with more questions than answers at the end of the room. Yeah, yeah. That at least in Miami Connection, I just want to, uh, you 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 put your finger on something that I hadn't really thought of. Uh, you know, uh, in in playing scenes, performing scenes, when a scene is no action and just like talking, it needs to be engrossing. It needs to suck you in, or yeah. you're just not going to do it. So if you're in a in a short scene in front of on a stage in front of an audience and you don't have Either something happening, or you're absolutely drawing everybody into it. It's just no fun to watch. And the room felt that way, but I didn't realize it until you just said that. I mean, like, Tommy's fun and all, but I mean, like, you can only, like, again, like, an hour into it, you're like, okay, we've heard your shtick. I mean, you're not changing it. It's the same game. Yeah. Oh, hi. Oh, bye. Oh, hi. Oh, bye. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, hi, gun barrel. <laughs> Do it! That was the best part of the movie for me, by the way. Oh, I got barrel. Yes. The uh, so can I pause for for just a sure. second? This afternoon, I uh, graduated Woo! with my PhD from 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 what from university? Purdue University. Boiler up! So, I brought some champagne here, so while we're uh, we're probably gonna tally right eventually. Yeah, yeah, we'll so I'm gonna about. break out the champagne while we're doing that, if that's okay. Is I that don't cool? care. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it as we're, we're talking right. about our overall sure, best picture sure. that we, we that we have tonight. Yeah, so I'll, I'll open that up. Uh, for me, you guys hated it, but I absolutely fucking love the room. The room is is one of my top best worst movies of all time. I think I've got movies like Birdemic and Manos in the Hands of Fate in there, but the room is something I've seen countless amount of times, and I love it every time. I I think I think where you guys talk about like they're just they just there's no scenes with actions, but it's like all dialogue like. The dialogue is what's so great because it's so fucking insane. Even when Tommy Wiseau's not in it, which he's pretty much in most of it, but when he's not, still the plot points and the dialogue is so fucking insane that it's just keeping me totally, completely, one hundred percent engrossed, and I absolutely adore every second of it. I think, I think there's there's a passion to it, and and, and the, it it shows where you know we talked about like. These movies, you, the directors, the producers, the actors, like people have to feel that what they're making is good. And I feel that 
to this day, Tommy Wiseau still feels like he made an amazing movie. I don't think it came out to be what he wanted it to be. I think he thought it was very serious, and people think it's funny and weird. But he still he embraces that a little bit. Um, but he still thinks that it's it's fantastic art, and he's gone on to still do things in his career. He's made one of my favorite short movies called The House That Dripped Blood on Alex. If you've ever seen it, it stars Joey Greco from the, the show Cheaters. The host of Cheaters. Um, and he and Greg Sestero, who uh, is, plays Mark in this, uh, are, have just released another movie called Best Friends. Same Mark? The same Mark, yes. They, <laughs> they're friends in real life. Greg mm-hmm. Sestero and Tommy are making another movie. Yeah. And I believe... Best Friends. It's called yeah. Best Friends. Okay, yeah. there is. That's the one. Tommy's yeah. Three tishy. parts, right? I think so. Two or three parts? Is this the one that has to do with the road trip they took yep. together? Yeah. Basically, it's, it's about loosely road trip. about... Partition. It's, well, yeah, it's loosely about the room coming together. Like the story, like that trip they took take at the beginning yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah. i thoroughly enjoy the room and i think it's if of all these movies it's the one i'll watch again over and over and over again and it's the one if i have people over and we're gonna sit and have a party movie i'm gonna put that one in over the other two doug all right so i'll be honest i was going back and forth on this it no, no offense to you, Kyle, mm-hmm. my new nemesis, um, <laughs> that it's not the room. But I was going back and forth between Troll 2 and Miami Connection. And at the end of the day, I have to say Troll 2. Yes. I, 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 I was almost on the edge to say Miami Connection only because I love old rock band leaders so much. <laughs> Again, he's so amazing, and I want to be friends with Jack McLaughlin in real life. But... Uh, I'm going to go back to Troll 2. Yeah. Cool. So I went back and forth as well between Miami Connection and Troll 2, but for, for some very specific reasons. Uh, I've already talked about Troll 2 and the storyline, and the, regardless of the bad costumes and the other stuff, I think that there's a possibility of a decent movie there somewhere. But Miami Connection hit all these like like little waypoints, these little like bells, you know, little bells in my mind. There was Taekwondo. My wife and I run a martial arts school, a Taekwondo school, for 20 years. <laughs> Uh, there's 80s music, which... Computer science. There's computer science. <laughs> there's bad, badly choreographed fight scenes. I'm a sucker for badly choreographed uh-huh. fight scenes. I love Jackie Chan and some of the good stuff he does, but some of the stuff he's done that's been like, there's no way you were within 30 inches of that uh-huh. dude. I'm still down with all of that. There was biker tits. There was love There was boobs. Yeah. You know what? No, you I love am, the if, biker tits. If those were Just, guys' boobs or women's yeah, boobs, no. boobs are boobs. I am we down with about all that the boobs. so much. <laughs> I talked for five minutes about the dead mom's boobs yeah. in Troll 2. Yeah. No, boobs are great. However, eventually it came down to Troll 2. So that's where I am. All right. Mr. Seth? I'm going to give it to the Miami Connection. I mean, again, rock and roll. Ninjas. And being a good cocaine friend. Cocaine ninjas. And cocaine ninjas <laughs> and being good friends. You know what I mean? It just, it I, has, I was going to say, that, like, I would, I, I, that's what I would get everybody together and just like, guys, you got to check this out. This thing's ridiculous. So, I yeah. I, to be honest, I will show Miami Connection to, if I could just edit out, a the couple boob. of bits. Biker boobs. <laughs> <laughs> to some of my not minor students at the martial arts school. Which is strange, too, because I don't... Is there, There's not much cussing in it besides, like, you no. son of no. a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, rock band leader. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But other than that, then it's just like, hey, here we got nudity. I mean, cutting the head off. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I mean, like, it's clearly not, like... Oh, know. it looks pretty realistic, <laughs> Seth. Oh, no. Well, they cut off an arm as well, but that... Yeah. yeah. But also, in, in, in uh, Miami Connection... There's some interesting elements we haven't talked about yet. There's all this foreshadowing. One of the foreshadowing moments no one's mentioned yet 
is the form, the kata, that the that uh, Mark does, and then the one step, a uh, one on one practice sparring with the knife and the sword and stuff. Those were exactly move by move the moves that Mark uses to kill the bad guys at the end of the movie, oh, that's cool. including the ninja with the knife to the belly. It was move by move the same. That that was like the one piece in Miami Connection that almost sucked me back to it is like God, somebody made that decision somewhere to foreshadow the final scene mm-hmm. in this. Because the first time I watched it, I'm like, why are we spending five minutes watching him practice in detail with just what a, he's doing? Yeah, yeah. Maybe because it foreshadowed the end. That's cool. Not bad. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we got a little bit of tabulating to do before we figure out what our winner is. Uh, so we're gonna do that, and then we will be right back. And we are back. We have our votes. And so we've got our Facebook poll here. We've tabulated all our votes. We're going to talk about our Facebook post uh, first. We threw up, uh, you know, what are some of your best uh, favorite bad movies. Some of them good movies got thrown into this. I don't think people kind of understood what was going on. Uh, but then we got some serious answers. Uh, Hard Ticket to Hawaii got some votes. Troll 2 ended up with only three votes. Uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space got 5. Birdemic, Shock and Terror with 5. Uh, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins gets 5. Miami Connection at 18. But our hands-down winner in the Facebook poll was 44 votes, The Room. All right, So that, that dominated the Facebook poll. But did it dominate tonight? Actually, no. It came in third place with 15 votes. Second place was Miami Connection. Our winner tonight is Troll 2 with 33 votes. So oh! that is all we are going to talk about for the rest of this time is Troll 2 and whether or not it is Pantheon worthy. Now, Seth, do you want to explain Pantheon a little bit? So Pantheon is something special that the Video Land does. It's it's basically our, um, our, our voting. It's part of our voting system. So we, we vote through five. It's ugly, bad, good, great Pantheon. A number mm-hmm. five. It's if God herself came down and was like, hey, show me a movie. These movies would be the ones that we would show. Mm-hmm. Do we think that Troll 2 should be Pantheon? And so we are going to give it a yes or no. It'll be kicked up to the council, and then the council will vote over it and everything. Is exactly. that is that good? E- exactly. Yeah, okay, so all, all right. four of us at the table have to give it a yes to kick it up to council. It does not automatically get into Pantheon. It's just our council members have to watch it. And then it has, to get a, it. it has to get yeah. an overwhelming majority of six out of the nine votes have to be a yes for it to enter. Now, most of these are exceptionally great movies that are up there. But this could be one of the best worst movies in there. Doug, since this was uh, your idea to throw this versus together, I'm going to let you kick it off and see if you think that this is worthy of getting kicked up to the council. As far as I see it, there is no downside to kicking it up to Pantheon. Ooh. So I say yes. Uh, I say yes for many of the reasons that I already stated. But number one reason why I say yes is because... It doesn't matter if I say yes. If anybody else says no, it's not going anyway. <laughs> you don't want to seem like the bad guy. But no, but no, I think it should go because I think that uh, this is the one, the one and only of these three movies that if they were made with somebody who had the right budget and actually knew what the hell they were doing, they could actually make a decent movie out of it. So that's why I say yes. Okay. Do you want to see Troll 2 next to Yojimbo and the man who shot Liberty Valance? Not particularly. <laughs> But I don't know if that's my decision to make. You're part of this decision tonight, whether you the, want to be or not. I am part of the decision. Um, I want to see that critical eye with this. That's all I want to see. Mm. I want to see. It, I want to see Troll Two looked at under that critical eye. 
Rain Smith, yes or no? For Troll 2? No. Why? No, because it's not that fun. Okay. Ryan, you're in luck because I am the final vote and I am saying fuck no. It is <laughs> so all of this talk about it going up is just nonsensical. Because I tried, guys. No, I tried. You didn't have to try. I tried. Because I thought, well, I was, you know what? Let them look right. at it. Yeah. That's all I thought. Yeah. You know, it, and it came down to the, if, if it had been the room, I think I would have said yes. I think there's, there's enough elements where the room could be. Fun I mean, enough to, to break down critically. Ten minutes into this podcast, you were aware it wouldn't be the room, right? Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to tabulate the votes. But, and so at that point, I was like, if I came in tonight and I was like, you know what? If these other three guys say yes to the room, I would say yes to it. If You know, I'd be okay if it didn't. That's perfectly fine. But the other two just didn't stand up to enough to me to, to get in. But I think, I think the room is just... Just one of those car crashes that we talked about earlier where you're like, I can't look away from this. And there's good elements and terrible elements that mesh together and don't make sense. And that's why it should be in. But Troll 2 to me is just, it's a its a bad movie that you can have fun with. But uh, it, there's not enough to it that makes me want to kick it up and have people watch it. I would think that if Troll 2 was to be looked at, to be Pantheon, mm-hmm. it would be rejected for the same reasons as The Room. Sure. And the same reasons as Miami Connection. Yeah, I don't think The Room would get passed, but I think it would have the chance to get more yes votes than all the other movies. Alright guys, tonight we do not have a kick-up, uh, unfortunately, but that doesn't mean that we didn't have fun tonight. Did you guys enjoy yourselves, your first podcast? I, I had a blast. Did. I hope it didn't ruin your podcast. You absolutely did not. You were certainly not an aspect of that at all. Hopefully, Hopefully you, you returned for others. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. I hope we have you guys back, because you guys gave, gave great insight, and you know, maybe, maybe you can do some good movies next time. <laughs> Wouldn't be so bad. I know That'd next, be fun. I know next year we have comic book movies. A large array. Not just Marvel and DC. We got more than both kinds. We've got things like Road to Perdition and History of Violence are going to go head to head against Old each boy. other. Old Boy is going to go uh, up against some stuff. We got Hellboy. A lot of different types of cool stuff going up against each other. Watchmen. Yeah. Yep, it's in there. We got you know, the Dark Knight movies. Man, you're gonna, we're going to have some fun next year. Dark, comic Dark Knight. Is that a... Is that a, a series? Yeah, it's it's, anyway, it's a black exploitation film oh, uh, about King very Arthur. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's the one. There were the there were there were many moors in Black Arthur's court, as I understand. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead. We'll get ready to close this out. Uh, Doug, where can they find you? On Facebook. No. Oh. Doug Pratt. And uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's the only place I am. What about you, Gary? Well, Doug is actually also on many other sources, but uh, if he only wants to reveal that's one, to talk about. we'll let it go. Oh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, and they can friend me, and I'll hopefully sift through that pile at some point in time. <laughs> Seth, what about you? I'm on Facebook, and Seth... Fisher, but uh, I was going to say, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Laird Geek, L-A-R-D-G-E-K. I'm Kyle Brown. You can find me, Movie Script Life, at all of our other places. Seth, what about Adventures in Video Land? So we're Adventures in Video Land. You can find us on Tumblr. You can find us on Instagram. We have a Twitter page, but we also have a website, adventuresinvideoland.com, that Brad works really hard uh, along with Matthew, right? Matthew, Matthew edits, Wade, yeah. Yes, Matthew edits it. So they both work tirelessly on it. It's super cool because it's kept up to date and everything. But uh, the discussion always begins and ends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So please join our Facebook group. Join the conversation. Let's talk about movies. Till next time, folks. Peace the fuck out. <laughs>